0: Uh, certain other channels are just kind of making it feel a little uncool to be talking so much about Palladium games now,
1: Engineers, and welcome to RPG Digest. In this live stream formatted podcast, we provide deep dives, fundamentals, and goodbye, cat overviews of tabletop role playing games. And we comment on the tabletop RPG hobby as a whole. I am John Maxley Auschlow, your favorite curmudgeon, critic, judge, and executioner. And along with me, as usual, made it just under the wire. You guys don't know this, but he slid in while the song was playing. <laughs> is our master psychosis i mean the resident psychotic damn it the guy is going to talk to us today about psychics in uh beyond the supernatural right Ethan dog Grissomer.
2: how do today, sir i am doing well uh stream yards didn't like me a whole lot i could enter i could get to the camera point and then when i hit enter enter a room it would boot me out oh it would just it would just say no something happened something Oops, happened
1: again. yeah something happened as you booted me out what the <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: so after a couple of restarts and uh and a, a google oh. update they got got and a google update then it finally let me in
1: all right well i'm glad you made it yeah. <laughs> let's get a little concerned here because uh <laughs> i don't know this topic all that well or at all and uh you know kind of kinda needs you here but that's so uh yeah did, did you see the beginning intro intro no Oh, I, I didn't see it. anything. I was just oh,
2: trying to fix this damn
3: thing. I'm
1: going to play this like five, ten times today. Here we go. It's Eight right. seconds.
3: Uh, certain other channels are just kind of making it feel a little
0: uncool to be talking so much about Palladium games now. And-
1: huh. I wonder what channel that could be.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> What's his problem? We had Venger on. Oh. Oh, guilty by association. Yes, yeah. the the uh, the uh, fascist uh, lefty bullshit thinking. I got you. <laughs> so yeah. e- e- even though both of us would not buy the the, the product we were talking about, or pretty right. much any of his products, because right. uh, they they push an agenda, no matter what the agenda. You shouldn't be pushing agendas in games. Even though we have that opinion and i have stated it many times. Uh, but he's around us. So now he's radioactive. So now we're dying to cancer. That's what it is. <laughs> right. So <Culture laughs> cancer.
1: Yeah. I, I've debated with it. Cause uh, you know, I, I, let everything drop after the last incident where he called us, uh, you know, a bunch of effing idiots and so forth. I was like, whatever he's, he's allowed to have his opinion, but then that came out and somebody showed it to me is like, you know what? You can only be talking about one channel. It's like, all right, now we're going to have some fun. Now I'm going to play around. I'm going to practice some things on, uh, uh, on my uh, premiere elements and see if I can learn a little bit more about that basic little video editing program and uh, have some fun <laughs> because why not? It's the internet, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, it's really hilarious about this and I won't, I won't specifically point out, uh, you know, I, I don't show private, no matter what happens, unless it's legal, I don't show uh, private messages, but the uh, funny, obviously. what's that without permission? Well, I mean, I could, it's just, it's, it's, when you do something privately, you keep it private. So yeah, it. it's
2: uh, privacy is expected in a private message, right? Yeah. It's in the name. Although really technically
1: it is, it is online and nothing online is private, but yeah. um, But, but he sent me a message uh, back in May saying that, uh, that I have really good balance. I could be a good host. I shouldn't sell myself short, blah, blah, blah. And that he would actually like to be on the show uh, to have people with othering opinions that I could facilitate it really well. What happened? What happened in a month?
0: Oh, Venger. Uh, it, Venger happened.
2: Well, yeah. Well, the thing is the 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 idea was tested and it didn't pass muster with his uh with his ideological nonsense. So, there you go. Anyway, enough of that. I I don't wish the guy ill at all. Uh, but you know what? Hey, Darren, if you're in a booth and that curtain is drawn, whatever happens in there is between you and one other person. It happened there at that time and nowhere else. What stays in Vegas, what
1: happens in Vegas stays in, stays Vegas. in Vegas. Exactly right. <laughs>
4: uh,
1: all right. Um, so, uh, other than uh, not, not being able to get in here, anything uh, fun happened for you this week?
5: Uh,
2: my son's band uh, camp was completed with a concert. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now that uh, first and second year drum students like percussion students don't understand the word nuance Just bang as hard as you can They're just, ba- just bang as hard as they, they're at 100 all the time taiko jumps it, it really drowned out all the other instruments because you know that's what giant drums do right <laughs> that's all you can hear at one point so you know uh the, the next thing they should be taught is a power level meter and how to gauge that 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 would probably be a good idea
1: well, hey, they're what, 9, 10 years old? They're t- 10 and 11, yeah. 10 and 11, okay. I mean, say they'll get there. Yeah. Or they don't care and their parents made them go, like, I'm just doing this because mom said I
2: had to, and I get to beat on things. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know, the, the camp costs money, so it had to be on purpose. Well, it could be the parents on purpose. I knew yeah, when, yeah, when I was growing up, well, it, you it's was sports. It's only between 9 and 12 a.m. If, if anything, it oh. was more work for me having to drive there, drop them off, and then drive there and pick them up than just – Telling him to go to his room for some trumped-up charge and just, you know, drinking.
1: I <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I just remember when I was in sports, uh, you know, you'd have people there like, I'm only here just because my parents paid for it. Like, really? I'm the little guy having to fight really hard to be on the team, but because you're, you know, uh, six foot two already in 10th grade and <laughs> you, get, you get whatever position you want, asshole. I don't want to do this. Mom said I had to. Uh all right, and uh, nothing else this week. Um. No, not really. Not really. My my week was fairly. I mean, fairly uneventful. Had a good uh, Friday chill stream. We had biggest is on here talking about Big Geek Emporium, uh, his uh, his alternative that he's trying to build to drive through RPG. Uh, so that that was cool. Uh, we might. I shout it out a little bit. You can go to big Check it out. It's only a list of like uh hopeful, you know, we hope to do these things for you, but if you want to help, you know, back the project, if it's something that uh, just know it's an investment, it's, it's you, you're not backing a finished thing. It could flounder. It could die like everything yep. else on Kickstarter, but
2: it's a startup. That's what happens.
1: Exactly. But like almost all startups in the world, it needs some sort of capital to get started. And if you want to help them do that, you can go to BigGeekEmporium.com, check it out, and uh you know, and back them. I, I backed them with a little bit, you know, that I could. You know, I wish I could have done more, but at the same time, it is a risk. I'm not getting the money back from it. So I have to weigh those odds. So but uh see other than other than see, Friday chill stream went well. What else happened? Oh, oh, I got a phone call yesterday during the day. And uh Back on Maxwell Air Force Base here in Babylonistan, we gotta wear masks again.
2: Yay! Be oh, safe it. from. Yeah, now it's it's not just COVID; it's monkeypox now.
1: Whatever. <laughs> Listen, this is this all stems from in the '90s when every parent all of a sudden got paranoid and started giving their kids a uh, uh, hand sanitizer at age three. Instead of doing what they did in the you know before then, which is hey get your ass out there, eat some dirt, pick up a few worms, squish some bugs, and lick handrails, and come back in. You'll you'll catch something, but you'll be fine the rest of your life. My mom literally ran down people with chicken pox to throw me at them. Like get chicken pox when you're young.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, my my parents tried the same thing with the with, with they had a chicken pox party. One one of the kids uh in my in my uh great grandmother's neighborhood at chicken pox and all the grandkids were invited over for a party. Yep. yep. I didn't get it. Neither did I. Yeah. I didn't How get How old it. were you? I, I, uh at that time I think I was oh, no, when, when you seven. got it. Oh when I got it, I was eleven.
1: I was fifteen. Oof. My brother, uh let me do the math and that was seven. He had dot 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 dot. Oh, I'm sick for a day. I look like I was riddled with fucking machine gun fire. This is not Friday. (laughs) I was like all dotted all over the place. I'm like, I can't walk. It's just, it's horrible. Um, yeah. Uh, there, there is a difference between children getting it and and, And then.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the older you get, the worse it is. Yeah.
1: Oh, that, that was definitely true. My brother, probably, I don't know if he remembers, but uh, he was laughing at me. He's like, uh, shut up. (laughs) But, uh,
2: I still remember who I got it from. I'll never forget him, Donald Fletcher. Dick. (laughs) 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 But he go to school with it or something. Yeah, I got it at school. Uh, He was at school. He had he had just gotten his first pustule. At school, this was right before Christmas break, and he poked it, and he's like, "Ew!" And then he wiped it on me. Ah. I'd have punched him just for that. Not even. I don't even care if it's chickenpox or anything. I just that's gross. Uh, so he had chicken pox. No, no, he he didn't get full-blown chicken pox until toward the end of vacation. Right? You got yours right at the beginning of it? I got I got mine right away. Apparently, my body just ate up them chickenpox and spit out all more chickenpox virus. So, like re- within three or four days, I had chicken pox. Him took a lot longer. So he got like a month off of school.
4: Yeah, I I got to
2: get a goddamn Christmas vacation.
1: I got I got mine for my brother who probably got it from school. And uh, yeah, and, and I mean, I laugh about it now, but I wasn't laughing. I'm like, this isn't fair. What the hell? No, I'm no, serious. No. My mom was throwing me all over. Like, uh, we think we might have a case of chickenpox. I was already dressed in the car, like like teleported there. Like, what the hell just happened? She's racing down the road. We're giving you some chickenpox, boy. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> well, uh, now they have a vaccine for it, so it's fine.
1: Yeah, but uh, the problem is by taking that vaccine, you're pretty much required to take the shingles vaccine later. Almost well, yeah, bet-
2: but by by getting chicken pox, you're you're very likely to get shingles later anyway. Yeah,
1: I've had it twice. It's okay.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not okay. When it's happening, shut up. You know it's not okay. <laughs> I know it's not okay. It's, it's, not it's, okay a, little, at all. it's a little shingles, shingles among friends. <laughs> <laughs> what shingles among friends? No friends. That's what that. Is. <laughs> <laughs> and my doctor yelled at me because I
1: almost got Bell's palsy or whatever. Like uh, he's because I just thought it was an earache. But I had ear herpes, like almost almost to the day, a year apart. Uh, I had it in this year and then this year, vice versa, whatever. And uh, when I went the first time, I was like, huh, so this is what earache is. Eh, It'll go away. And I remember my mom talking about she had earaches so bad as a kid that uh, that she's partially deaf in one ear. But um, I was like, wow, this really hurts. But there's no discharge. There is no anything. It isn't like what anybody ever described me, what an earache is. I've never had one in my life. And so I finally decided this isn't going away. Let me go to the doctor. This is really starting to hurt. It's like it's just really annoying. He's like, dude, you would have let this go any longer. Your face would have drooped off. You, you could go blind, like deaf, all this other nonsense. So I was like, oh, it's like next time your ear hurts, come to the doctor. I'm like, eh. So what happened
2: next time your ear hurt? I went to the doctor. OK, because, there you go.
1: because I because I recognized it. I, I recognize because, okay. again, I don't get earaches. I don't. Yeah. I've never had an earache in my life other than uh, the shingles. Um, yeah, the the the, the, the herpes, <laughs> herpes zoster virus. It's fun to say ear herpes. Uh, but uh,
2: anywho, yeah, right, so well, we got. While you go through the proclivities. I'm going to go and get my soda because I was too busy with this computer to actually get my soda. Sounds
1: good. Uh, trying to think if anything else is going on. I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. So yeah, I got to wear a dumbass mask because uh, people don't understand that uh, they don't do shit. And it's just catering to nonsense. uh, So what are we? We are conversations about the TTRPG hobby. Truthful but opinionated. Information you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And we certainly are not an echo chamber for the idiots who permeate this hobby. And there are idiots on all all sides. This isn't a right-left-wing issue. There are just a ton of idiots out there. And we're going to talk about some of them in segment two today. And if you don't like our commentary,
0: tell us why in the chat, the comment section, or join us on the stream to talk to us in segment two. I want to thank all of our monetary backers hold on just one second here oh nope i don't have it up never mind
1: um i think all of our monetary backers those who give us super chats those who subscribe those who cheer those who hit that join button to join let me Oh, i'm gonna skip ahead if you hit that join button you can join the palladium books giveaway contest we're having two contests one of which is for members only that's two fifty dollar palladium books gift certificates that we're going to give away on Friday, the 29th of July during the members only stream, uh, which starts at 6 PM central standard time. So if you want access to that, uh, you're going to have to click that join button. And if you are, click, if you, if you have already clicked that join button, you're going to have to actually be there in person. We're going to give them away to people who are actually watching. We're not saving them. So you'll have to check that out Friday, 6 PM central standard time, uh,
0: two hours before the Friday show stream. And let's get back here. Also, back us on locals. You can donate through Streamlabs
1: or PayPal, which is uh, better than doing it through uh, Twitch and YouTube because they don't take a thirty or fifty percent cut. Soon to be a forty-five percent cut if I let Heathen Dog run three minutes worth of ads every hour. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> he loves his ads. Uh, did you did you hear that requirement from Twitch? Like, if you want no. the extra five percent, you have to run a three-minute ad every hour
2: whatever yeah
1: so i won't be clicking that button it is i mean it isn't really worth it for us so uh and of course we want to thank our followers and subscribers those folks are already spicing up the chat you guys are awesome thank you very much and and you weirdos who lurk out there who for whatever reason show up and then walk away hey thanks for the thanks for the view <laughs> it helps us and of course there's the link to our charity that we support the wounded warrior project which i also have a nice little boop Nerds and Warriors, charity trap to support the Wounded Warrior Project. You can use your phone on the QR code, or you can look in the description below, and it has the link there so you can donate and help out a, uh, a wounded vet that uh, might need a job placement or might need some mental health support or might need some physical help support. So please donate. New arm, uh, donate. new leg. New, new arm, new leg, new fingers, eye patches. They can look like pirates. They get to look cool. I don't. And of course, our live stream schedule today is Sunday. It is now just after 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. So you are watching RPG Digest. And then Heathen Dog comes back on Thursday and Saturday to play Dungeons and Dragons Online. Uh, Last night, you guys finally won with a little bit of help.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Guacamole, wonderful viewer, excellent player, came in with his uh, uh, exceptional rogue skills because uh Sherris took a took a level of rogue with his barbarian but he just didn't have the stats for it and on hard no one no one could even find the the uh, trap panel let alone try and disarm it it was ridiculous as soon as guacamole came in there with his artificer rogue like super combo he just walked through it like he could have done it himself <laughs> you know what yeah he probably could have he probably could have done it himself <laughs> That's- pretty much it.
1: So you'll be back this upcoming Thursday, just playing yes. more Dungeons and Dragons online, all right? Yes, and uh and probably Saturday as well.
4: <laughs> yes.
1: All right. And then Friday we'll have the chill stream. I don't know what this week's topic is going to be because it's uh, it's going to start after the members only stream. So we'll see what's going on, maybe try to get a new person or two into the stream. Check some things out, I don't know, have a conversation about whatever's happening in the nerdosphere. And uh, I know some people have already been sending me some some tweets and (laughs) some discords and things to talk about, but we'll we'll see what happens when it comes to a Friday, though. And, wow, I guess that's it. That's all we do now in the beginning part of it. Beautiful. Get the book ready to go here. Page 27.
2: PDF page 27.
1: Yeah. 27, but I want to get that over there. I said get over this up here and f11 for full screen all right we're almost ready okay for segment one today we continue talking about beyond the supernatural a for me anyway a surprisingly fun game because i'm not into the call of cthulhu supernatural x-files type thing it's not my my bag but uh i thought last week was fun apparently some of our viewers thought it was fun as well and today we get to talk about all about psychoses Ah, i keep getting that wrong psychic characters because every character in the game is a psychic of some sort although Dog might correct me cuz i saw that there's a uh, a class in there called ordinary people i don't know if those folks are psychic but uh, we'll find out i don't know you out. want to play one what's
2: that? but i don't know if you want to play one but don't worry we we will we will touch on not all of the oh psychic God, there's too many. classes but the the outliers the 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 ones that you can't look at and go oh, okay i get it
1: Okay, are you we'll going to cover go. the Naga Psychic? Nega, yeah. Nega, Nega Psychic, whatever, yeah, okay. Uh, that's right, it's not, it's not a lizard guy. But, uh, okay, well, uh, let's go through here and remember everybody RPG Digest is a live stream podcast discussion, not a concise step by step tutorial. If you want Heathen Dog make some concise step by step tutorials, you're going to have to let him know. He'll listen to you. Well, maybe he'll listen <laughs> he he might listen to you uh but other than that we may uh, deviate off topic and go on tangents because oh i love my tangents and those are links to the website to our discord come by our discord people are chatting about all types of stuff we got a great argument last night about owl bears, and i had to send a couple of messages after the fact saying i really didn't care it was just fun to troll people even on my own discord oh i'm a bad bad person sometimes and uh can uh, back us on Locals and buy our stuff on Redbubble. And no, I'm not putting up other images on there until I actually make a new product. I haven't made a new product in quite a while, but it's not necessary to. We sold a bunch of stickers uh, this this past week. whole ton of stickers. I don't know what that was about, but thank you to whoever bought the stickers. I appreciate that. I got like $2 out of all. Girl Scout <laughs> True 201. Thank yeah, something. you very much. <laughs> a ton of stickers were bought, and I got a total of $2. So, hey. And, of course, you can watch our videos on Rumble, Odyssey, YouTube, and uh, Twitch. And back us. There you go. Links again for PayPal and Streamlabs. There's the charity we support. Mash that QR code or look in the description below to help with Wounded Warrior. Of course, we love our RP gate here. We believe that games are about fantastic worlds. They're about entering your imagination, playing and having fun. We believe in escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, and natural, organic inclusion, not forced diversity. Those are the rules to live by at your table, and you will have a fun time. And finally, there's uh, what one or two weeks left, depending on which contest you're in. We have two Palladium Books giveaway contests. And if you want to check that out, we have a couple of videos on that. You can go to the web page that you saw up here. here. I'll even put it on the screen again for you. Uh, Leesmith.tv, there are three different posts about it two separate rules and a video that talks about those rules and you can find out all about how to enter that contest to win those four books right there and we're hopefully going to get them signed by kevin and uh we'll see because he will be here on the 14th of august well let me rephrase it he's scheduled to be here on the 14th of august the future hasn't happened yet and i'm not going to guarantee something i can't guarantee we're scheduled to be here on the 14th of august i'll write. get this book up now share share screen beyond supernatural i don't have that many tabs Jeez. and your f11 we get chat going over here all right are you ready to go
2: are you ready to tell us about the page 27 the first thing we have to talk about when you talk about psychic powers psychic character classes is what the heck is ppe and isp so we're going to get into that bottom page 27 Right here, he even
1: starts talking about ESP. There are all these SPs.
2: You don't piece. have to worry about that. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna gloss over that. But so where, where do you want me to start? 27. You you'll, you'll find it. It's right after 26. Oh, you, you just go. want to start right here with PPE? Yep. Potential okay. psychic energy. Okay. What is PPE? So the way I think <laughs> of a it bad and, name. And the, the 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 way it works in, in the plating universe is when you are born, you have potential to do anything you you know at the moment you're born on, on unless you're born with some some disease or something like that you have you, no one knows your actual potential you could be a scientist you could be a president you could be a ditch digger you you, you could be a, a scum lord you know whatever your your potential is all but limitless as you grow your limits narrow Maybe it's because of your environment. Maybe it's because of uh, sickness. Maybe it's because you're really good at something or really bad at something. So you go in a certain direction. As a child, you have a lot of potential psychic energy, PPE. But as you grow older and you commit yourself to a path of learning or experience or growth, your potential goes down as your power goes up. Power in in the real-world instance of being knowledge, experience, and talent. And that's kind of how PPE works in the Palladium universe as well. Children have a high amount, adults have a low amount, but if you are a psychic, it works a little bit differently because you start off with the same amount of PPE, about, but you're able to use it to go much further kind of like uh uh you you don't you don't have a uh eight gallon to the mile uh ni- 1940s monstrosity car no no you, you you got yourself a prius you can go longer go further on much less gas so i got a question shoot everything in this game is done on isp not ppp or ppe right ah, that that's just it in beyond the supernatural ppe as a psychic character matures gets converted into isp so they're oh, okay. left with very little ppe at the end much like an adult one one d4 2d4 something like that but it's converted to isp because they are augmenting their psychic powers rather than uh augmenting their their knowledge or career or you know just just working out and you know but buffing up a little it's, bit, it's just
1: weird in most palladium games it just seems backwards because uh, potential psychic energy is for magic users and inner strength points is for psionics
2: it's like if
1: yeah, feel like those yeah. should be flipped
4: uh,
2: you no know, that th- i i completely understand and uh this this is just these are just the terms we have to work with now uh magic users which uh, which in uh in in second edition beyond the supernatural are very rare or non-existent uh, because they, he hasn't become, written the book yet yeah, they they actually uh they actually become uh, PPE batteries to fuel magic, so they end up increasing the the size of their base PPE to accommodate the magical spells. But there are, there's no magical spells here, so all of that is converted to ISP, which is the psychic fuel. Now, uh, let's move down here to determine the character's permanent ISP like base. before. This is going to be page 29 middle uh, right column
1: uh like before there's a lot of story and exposition yes there seeing. a lot of over. story it basically
2: just said what i just told you uh where, where did do you want me to start right here determining the character's permanent ppe nice. base right there each psychic character class will indicate a die roll to determine the character's permanent ppe base the permanent ppe base is the amount of potential psychic energy left after the majority of it has been spent on special abilities now there's a couple of examples I'm going to get into, but most psychic characters in this book have very low PPE because they used it all up to gain their psychic abilities, all of their psychic powers. So getting a 1d4 or a 2d4 is not going to be uncommon. Not going to be. If you break double digits, you're 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 doing amazing on PPE, but you probably won't cuz it's all been been converted to power. Now, it says, a special note here, Arcanists and other practitioners of magic, as well as some demons and supernatural beings capable of performing magic, will have higher levels of PPE to fuel their magic spells and rituals. They may also draw PPE from ley lines, places of power, ancient artifacts. Magic will be touched upon a bit elsewhere in this book and explored in great detail in the Arcanum Sourcebook, which apparently never came out. (laughs) So, there you go. But it's not hard to to translate the, the Arcanist uh, class from the revised edition to second to second edition. It's not hard. Don't worry about it. Inner strength points. Now this is what your PPE became as a psychic character class in beyond the supernatural. All of your potential has been used to create inner strength points. This is the pool of power that you draw from to use any psychic ability, whether you know it or not. And like, like in all play games, ISP is, is, uh, naturally recoverable through sleep, meditation, and rest. Any, any heavy activity will stop recovery, but light activity, reading, cooking, stuff like that. No, you're fine. Light activity. Meditation is the best way. There are two kinds of meditation, regular and advanced. Advanced meditation—you actually have to have a couple eyespeed initiate, but it's you, your regeneration rate increased drastically. So it's pretty much worth it. Now comes now, the
1: really fun part. Well, the, the interesting part—the thing now that separates we get this
2: special mechanic from this game: proximity equals power. This is the reason why psychics cannot be proven beyond a shadow of a doubt in this world, because when they're under a microscope, psychics suck. They suck. They are at their base ISP, which in Beyond the Supernatural is pitifully low. Here's an example.
4: Do you need me to go to another page?
2: Uh, When a psychic is being investigated or studied slash observed themselves by fellow mortals, the stress and anxiety, unconscious, of being placed on the microscope makes psychics spiritually impotent Holding them at their base power level. Not only that, there is a 50% chance their ability will only work at a quarter power. Come on, show me your psychic powers, man. Show me your psychic powers. Bend the spell exactly. bend it. What's behind the card? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A quarter of ability. It cost you know it, it has a quarter duration, quarter, uh, quarter power, quarter everything, quarter range, quarter everything. And there's a 50% chance it'll work at just the base level so if you have 18 PPE i mean sorry isp you're doing great but at base level 18 is not is not pushing any doors around all right you're, you're not you're not actually having any fun now investigating the supernatural this is when you are on an active investigation looking for supernatural events looking for danger your base isp is doubled during this during this event the reason being is because you are not subconsciously hindering yourself. You are focused on task. You're not thinking about who's looking at you. You're you're trying to stay alive and keep everyone around you alive. And so you have a higher base power. But there's nothing inherently
1: going on around you to supercharge it. Exactly, there's nothing inherently
2: going on, but there might be. Now, also, when you are facing a supernatural threat, you get a multiplier as well. But it depends on the threat. Like you stay at a times two for weak sauce, nonsense, like poltergeist, scurrier, stealers, you know, bump in the night, ooh, sheet ghosts, whatever. You know, they really (laughs) can't do much. So you don't really need a whole lot to deal with them. But as the danger rises, so does your ISP base. Now, let's say you're not in supernatural danger. You're facing the ordinary right here you're not in supernatural danger, but you are in a life and death situation. You know, my baby is stuck in the car. I gotta lift a car to rescue my baby. And you've heard stories of mothers just flipping cars over to get their child who was trapped underneath or tearing off doors to to, to get their trapped child from in that Cadillac before it blows up. You've heard of this. This is that. Your base ISP doubles So if you had example 18, now it's a 36 and you can now perform, if you have telekinesis, a greater telekinetic feat, like, say, rolling a car over or tearing a door off. It's not a supernatural threat. This is as high as it gets for regular life and death situations. High as it gets. So
1: you might have one chance at that before your ISP is out.
2: Yep. But hey, you know what? Your psychic powers gave you that shot that you wouldn't normally have, so take it. And then we go to the greater threats. Lesser demons and supernatural predators. These are the actual dangerous things. These are the supernatural things that hunt you for food and fun. These are the things that want to corrupt you, turn you, make you go insane, and then eat you for food or fun. These are the things that you were made to fight. This is this is, you know, beyond the supernatural twilight zone, like super, super bad nonsense. And your base ISP is at a four times multiplier. So that 18. Becomes a 72. Did I do the math right? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, Yep. Yep. That 18 becomes a 72. Ooh, stream math. math. I don't know. Yeah. stream math. I did it. So your base ISP is now 72. You can perform feats that are well beyond that of a normal human being now and you can do it multiple times before you run out of gas because it's necessary your brain is removing limiters limiters truly that you placed on yourself subconsciously but limiters nonetheless Uh, you know i i liken this to some uh degree as like mage
1: i mean just the reality of the universe around you won't let you you've been taught since you're a kid you can't fly you can't do things therefore you can't do them and until something unreal so to speak comes out at you to break that barrier to some degree
2: yep then then you are shackled and this takes off your shackles that's actually half of it the other half is that being around this supernatural creature that oozes magic so it's like a mobile ley line yeah, yeah. Like like a a mobile mini ley line for you. I think it's a combination of the two. Okay. Okay. Uh the 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 presence of the supernatural leaking out energy is helping you break your psychic block and pushing your power forward. That's how I see it. Now, what if we get to a greater demon or demonic servants? We're, we're we're talking nasty, the Balrog type stuff here. Okay, we're talking nasty stuff. Thou shall not pass. Now you're probably you you are probably not Gandalf the Grey on this one. You're probably going to die, but you're going to die. You're going to die cool because you got a time six multiplier to your ISP. That's great. This it's awesome. Now now I I think with eighteen, uh, yeah, we're at we're at one hundred twenty
1: eight. Oh, uh, it uh. 120- Hold on, you were at 72, and, and you end are, up... We
2: were at eight, 18 times 6. 18 that times 6. Eight no, 8 Yeah, 100, 120, 128, yeah. Okay. Yep, my brain my brain froze. <laughs> okay. So now you are, you are in the triple digits of ISP, and you can do some fantastic things. You're going to need to, because greater demons are no joke. Gandalf fought that thing for, what, three days? Straight? before well, he to, won to, and then, be fair, and then basically died.
1: You're not supposed to be doing this alone. No, you're not supposed to do it alone. If you but... think you're going to stand here and none shall pass a, a, a greater demon, uh, Heathen Dogs already said it, but you're, you're a high school kid. Okay, you might be a professional accountant during the day or something, but <laughs> your none shall pass with your pocket <laughs> protector isn't going to work.
2: Yeah, and plus Gandalf was not level one. Correct. <laughs> so, you know, if, if you're level one, you see a greater demon try and see something else really fast the other way <laughs> speaking of running away now now we get to the big boys and the we talked about this last week the yes, power of ancient evil and... intelligence last week these were the first beings that came into existence in the universe they are pure evil i mean they actually created morality by being the opposite like you you can't have light You know, you you can't have shadows without light. You can't have good without evil because evil came first. These alien intelligences eat gods for breakfast. If you are facing these things, you're going to die. This times 10 multiplier over here is not going to help you. You're dead. If it wants you dead, you're dead. This times 10 multiplier at best can help you get away. But I'm level 15. oh no, not for long. In three seconds, you're going to be level zero. Or help you die spectacularly. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe you can go down, you know, with the ship in such a way that people will remember your sacrifice. Oh, wait, no, they won't. Because you will <laughs> be dead. Supernatural, which means no one's going to remember your oh, sacrifice. Right. Or they won't believe you're gonna, it. You're going to die alone in the dark, unsung, Aww. unwept, forever. He looks so mean. That's how this game rolls, man. You got to learn to live with that. Now, ISP has a certain variation. Uh, The the, the ISP multipliers have a variation, and a couple of character classes go up and down. So the list I gave just now is a base. It is not Mm -hmm. the end-all be-all. It is a starting point, a jumping point. Some of the classes have higher multipliers. Some of them have lower. And I told you about ISP recovery already. Meditation, advanced meditation, sleep, rest—all of this stuff will get your ISP back.
1: Now, it just they—they they just have numbers here: rate of four per hour, and down yeah. here's
2: yeah. Uh, was it four per thirty minutes? Right. Now here's the here's the rub to the multiplier. Let's say you have eighteen ISP, which is high as your as your base ISP. And uh, you you use it to to push a little kid out of the way of a of a motor motorcycle on the road. You use six ISP to give him a little telekinetic shove, just enough to get him out of the street, to stop him from being hit by a motorcycle. That's Good on you, your multiplier, isn't it? Yes, because your multiplier is not multiplied by your maximum. It's multiplied by what you have at the moment. So you went from eighteen to twelve. So after you push that kid out of the way, you went shoo pat myself on the back turn around oh crap it's a vampire well normally you'd get something like a times four or times six multiplier but you're not multiplying from 18 anymore you're multiplying from 12 so is that
1: 48 and 72 i nine, think
2: 12. yeah yeah 48 <laughs> and 72 correct very good i remember my multiplication table up to 12 <laughs> so the, the the lesson to take from this is that use your power sparingly until you can't use it. So I shouldn't be running around trying
1: to bend spoons to do parlor tricks for people.
2: And yes, you are just weakening yourself for when the supernatural evil finally shows up. You're, you're basically, you know, tying a hand behind your back. Don't do that. Again, that is another reason why it's so hard to prove because not only is there a 50% chance your power is going to going to fizzle and look like garbage but the more you use it if there's actual danger you you may not have enough juice left to do anything about it even with your multiplier so it, you know that that is a there's a, a gameplay tip right there you know play play that ISP close to the vest don't just don't just throw it around like willy nilly
1: This is a pretty important um, point. I mean, you basically made it, but this clarifies it a little bit. What happens when the yes. threat level changes? So exactly, yeah. if you're fighting Everything a I small threat, it, or yeah. but it also works the other way. If you're fighting a big threat and it changes, it's still based off your new current total. Right.
2: Now, uh, if you actually get near a ley line, All right. Ley lines provide the psychic with additional ISP from ambient energy radiating from the line. Like you're at Stonehenge, uh, pyramids of Giza, um, the Bermuda triangle, whatever place where there's a lot of nexus points and ley lines and whatnot, your base is gone or instead of the using your base ISP, however, the available ISP is seldom more than five or six points unless at a nexus or ley line during a surge period. Ley lines are just go- okay now this this gives you extra oomph. every every uh, uh every every so often you get free isp from a ley line or a nexus point free that you just use you don't have to use your personal total you, you can use this and then supplement with your with your personal base If if the free free uh, five or six points is not enough. Now, what they mean by surge period, there's a lot of surge periods during the year. Planetary alignments, solar lunar eclipses, uh, winter, summer solstice. um, And to be uh, fair, a lot lot of of those match up to win
1: to to win demons like we're closer to the veil or whatever nonsense people are talking about.
2: So it should kind of balance out. It should. Yeah. It should. But uh be, be wary, you know what makes you stronger makes them stronger as well. Just just mm-hmm. like Max said. So be wary of that. But you have more power to draw upon during at ley lines and of course during surge periods. Now, now that we know what PPE isp and the multiplier all does, now we can look at the psychic character class. We are not looking at the autistic psychic savant. <laughs> if fine. you want to look at it, that's fine.
1: For for those who don't know, the character classes in the game are usually called occupational character classes, which is just your job that you do. You get some skills, you get a set of skills with it, some skills that come mandatorily with it, some skills that you can pick and you go from there. These are all called PCCs because every class in the game is a psychic.
2: Yes, and you can't learn it. You got to be born with it. So we are going to move past the the autistic thing because I I take great uh, offense to it. And we are uh, do you, move... you want to go
1: through some chat from the first part since we've actually yeah, go just... ahead you, go,
2: you yeah. go through some chat while I, I find the first interesting one okay so violence solves everything
1: started by saying uh, barring ppe limitations beyond the supernatural are the most powerful magic wielders in all of palladium too bad we don't know because it's not in second edition <laughs> i know he's talking first edition um uh, yep. kevin sullivan uh, uh he's talking to kevin sullivan the uh, nerdy ogre says the naga psychic nega psychic is good for an npc but not a pc really okay i thought i i don't know i didn't read through it so it seemed like it could be interesting somebody corrected our math is 108 mm-hmm. not
2: 128 whatever <laughs> stream math we, we we didn't do times five we did four and six uh well no
1: no because 18 times five would be oh, is it 88 or eight 90? 90 yeah 90 So, yeah, so that's right. 180 is right. I thought it was high, but but because I kept getting hung up on the 120, I was like, uh, whatever. Yeah.
5: Okay. Stream math, man.
1: I I can do all the math in the world at work, but I can't do it on stream. It's just weird. But then finally, and this is to the point of just running around using whatever little psychic powers you have uh, randomly. It's like, well, imagine a gunslinger shooting all his ammo just to prove how good of a shot he is.
2: So, you know, running around trying uh, to. And then when when someone calls him out, he's he's empty. It's like, click, click uh too exactly. many games of russian roulette excellent all right that's, all right that's, now we're gonna pass the diviner uh the the diviner is your uh uh if, if you if, if you know know dnd the the uh mage uh sub, sub subclass of divination it's kind of like that um you get premonitions uh you 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 can actually see supernatural things that are normally invisible, ghosts and whatnot. Uh really good, really good in the group as an investigator. But other than that, they're baby, you know, they're they're your normal, normal psychic sensitives.
1: Is so it a good skipping... PC
2: class? Yeah. Okay. And then so we're gonna skip that. We're gonna go to genius or natural psychic character class. Oh, I remember that was way down, wasn't it? Did... Yeah, oh, you going gonna... to Walker. Not going to come to is... the
6: firewalker.
2: Par- Parlor <laughs> trick central. No, don't okay. worry about it. There we go. This is special. This is special because this psychic character class doesn't get any psychic abilities. They burned all of their PPE to either increase their mental attributes or their physical attributes to an unnatural level to something beyond what a normal human could aspire to be. So let's, let's look a little bit down here. A genius is an individual who has turned his PPE toward a particular area of skill, expertise, or physical perfection, and has grown into brilliance. The character is also known as a natural, meaning he seems to have been born gifted in one or more particular areas that put him head and shoulders above the norm. Wasn't born that way. He unconsciously made himself that way. Uh, The genius or natural is actually a study of contrast and imbalance, phenomenally brilliant in one area, average, or even below average in another. It's just that he shines so brightly in certain things that it tends to overshadow the character's failings. Yeah. If you're, if you're better than everyone else at something, you know, there's no stigma on success. No one, no one's going to say, yeah, but you, you, you can't run a, you know, a four minute mile. But it's not quite an idiot
1: savant because it's not (laughs) autistic.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're not an idiot. You're just a normal person in every other way, except for these few aspects that you've unconsciously, psionically augmented in yourself as you grew up. Now, we're going to look at some of the abilities. Not all beyond the supernatural characters possess unusual powers, but all do have some special distinction which sets them apart from the rest of humanity. The genius or natural exhibits an astonishing aptitude or natural ability in a particular area or sometimes several. Exactly what those are, you leave to the players. Now, here's the rub. You get to spend your PPE while making your character. Nice. You start off with 2d6 plus 18 which is phenomenally high. Well, it depends on how that translates, but. Phenomenally high for this game. But yeah, but it depends on how that translates into oh, the, what comes worry, after it. Worry. It translates pretty well. Now you spend all of it because you don't get to keep any of it. it and just, it's italicized, like, so you know oh, he's serious. Yeah, later on, I may want to buy something else. Nope, sorry, bro. You spend it, You whatever you spend in character creation, that's what you spend. If you have leftover, that's on you. You lose it. Use it or lose it. That's it. Okay, next you have to choose whether you are a mental genius or a physical genius or natural. You have to select that, genius or natural athlete. These are your two choices.
1: I do like that there's a selection there for that because at first I thought it was just going to be some smart guy that, you know, they're kind of all one and the same, but uh, seeing yep. it go these two different routes, you can picture these two: somebody who's a former professional athlete at some point who uh, got caught up in this mess, or somebody has stuck his head too far into the books and started seeing things.
2: Yeah, exactly. That and and the, and that is exactly uh, how how nat how uh, uh, geniuses usually get into the supernatural because they they can connect the dots that no one else can. Third occupation now. Uh, when you're creating a character in this game, you roll for your occupation or, okay. or you choose it, you know, my, you know, on, me on roll, roll, roll,
5: roll, game roll, roll master
2: approval. Now your occupation, you're, you're going to get, uh, uh, you know, skills and abilities. You know, if you're a baker, you're going to get baking. If you're a cook, you're going to get, you know, cook, you know, that that's, that's, that's going to be part of your thing. And if, if you want to increase that, if you're a genius, you definitely can. Or if it's just a job to pay the bills for your real passion, which is particle physics, then you will increase particle physics, okay? That's how it works. Now, fourth, bonuses. You're about to determine what areas the character excels at on a genius level. Unless noted otherwise, all bonuses are accumulative. Spend your PPE wisely. Here we go. Attributes. Normal 3D6. You start off as a baby. Normal. Everything you did. You did clarify that this is for the 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 mental choice, right? Oh no, it's going to be both. Both oh, this start is, off. Oh,
4: absolutely both, normal.
2: Wait, would
1: they both the, start if, off if you with
5: just
2: genius? This this is this is how you spend your PPE and your initial bonus. Oh, that's weird Next because it's going to be the natural, the natural athlete.
1: Oh, I, I get. Okay, so they use just two different terms like that. Exactly. Got it. They, Got they, it. Okay. they use
2: two different things. Okay, so you let, let's say you chose to be a genius. Great. You roll your three d six. Now. If your GM is cool, you want to put your IQ up higher. You know, switch around. All of it's three d six. It doesn't really matter. Just roll three d six. Go down the line and adjust as you and the GM deem necessary. But you get attribute bonuses: one d four to IQ, ME, and physical beauty. Why physical Here? beauty? I don't know. I've been racking my brain on this. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, because usually you the
1: nerdy guy in the movies yeah, just
2: because a... you're. Definitely because you're smart, you don't get female privilege. All right? So I don't understand this at all. But fine, whatever. In my game, that would be ma either gone or MA, maybe. Maybe. But probably not. Probably just be gone. Okay. PPE bonuses. Okay, this one makes your character a genius. Each possible bonus costs a certain amount of PPE. You can only spend the PPE available. Okay, so you have 18 plus 2d6 go ahead and roll me a 2d6 i am rolling you a 2d6 in my hyperborea dice uh 22 total 22 total okay you have 22 ppe to spend all right so if you spend 10 of those ppe you get a plus 30 percent bonus to any three occupational skills that's pretty good should take probably 30. be the three that are most important or key to the occupation it's up to you though this is in addition to the occupational skill bonus and any IQ bonuses you have. It all adds up. This can only be purchased one time. Or for Which makes five PPE, you can get a plus, or not not or, also, if you want to spend five more, you can get a plus 10% bonus to any two elective skills. It can be whatever you want. This is in addition to any other bonuses for elective skills and IQ. This bonus can be purchased as many as two times for a total of four elective skills. That means you can't buy, buy twice for the same two skills. You can increase two more skills.
1: That makes sense. I, I'm, I'm okay with that rule.
2: For two PPE, you get a plus 5% bonus to four secondary skills. This bonus can only be purchased one time. Same thing. All other bonuses apply and are additive. For four PPE, select two additional skills at plus 10%. Purchased one time. For two PPE, select two additional secondary skills at plus 5%. can only be purchased one time. Okay, so we found out that you can spend a lot of your PPE to bump up your skills plus 30% at level one. That's crazy. You can start off at minimum of 70% at something. <laughs>
1: Looks like I can't buy all of these, though. So it's 10, 15, 16, 17, 21, 23. I only have 22 points. I can't oh, even buy them no. all.
2: Oh. Can't buy them all. I rolled but a two. You won't, and a two. <laughs> you won't want to because we're going to the attribute part. Yep. See it. This is where it gets nuts. Any of these categories may be purchased as often as desired. One PPE will increase your IQ by one point. Let me say that again. 1 PPE will increase your IQ by 1 point and you may buy it an unlimited number of times up to your maximum PPE total. That means Max Liao can add 22 to his IQ. Good cuz I rolled a 4. <laughs> plus 2 PPE to your ME to get uh, plus 2 PPE to increase your ME by 1. 1 ppe to increase your ma by one you can also increase your physical stats but they are much more expensive because why would you want to do
1: that i mean i guess if you had two points laying
2: around and you're just like yeah whatever yeah i guess i'll increase my physical beauty because i want more female privilege well actually to be fair i'm glad this option is
1: here i mean it's silly i don't know why you would do it but i like the fact that the option is here for you it does cost more make your character how you want i'm cool with that
2: or you want uh, increased hit points or SDC. At first level, this is huge. Especially wow, 1D4 plus, plus one? Additional hit points. But I don't, each, I don't care what the SDC look That hit point's crazy. Each may only be purchased once in this category. Mm. So you, you, you can't buy this several times. You can buy each of these one time. Plus 1D4 plus one hit points, plus 1D6 plus two SDC. One time. Other bonuses. Any of these categories may be purchased as often as desired. Again, unlimited. Spend two, get plus one horror factor. Spend two, get plus one save versus illusion. Spend one, get plus one to save versus insanity. Here's the kicker. Spend five, get a bonus on initiative. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot for a plus one initiative. I don't know. Yeah, but we've talked about other Palladium games. Initiative is important. Yes. in In Palladium, initiative is king, but that's a lot. And it's understandable because you're not physical. The natural athlete gets it Mm -hmm. at a cheaper price. Three, to get you plus one on perception rolls. Two, to get you plus one to save versus possession. That's your genius. All right? Now, you are not considered a normal human being, which means you do not have a 30 IQ cap. Okay. So if you roll an 18 and then another six and then another six, that's a 30 IQ. Then you spend 22 points on IQ. You now have 52 IQ. What are you going to do with that? Whatever the hell you want. Because you're literally good at everything. You're 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 good at everything. Even things you don't, things need you need don't need need know. You buy plus 30% for three, you know, three little crappy occupational skills. No, you got plus 30 something percent on every skill you ever take ever. In life, ever. But I want to have ninety-eight percent
1: at first level. (laughs) You can. I don't agree with these attribute bonuses either. For the natural
2: athlete, I I I agree with the athlete one physical beauty for an athlete. That I I get that athletes are usually hot.
1: I I would you know I don't know. I guess the way I look at it is uh I would have made it uh plus one d six to to physical strength or stress the word or physical uh, prowess and then i would have replaced pb with
2: pe that's true
1: and now i get it. it, it, That's kind of numbers crunchy but think i when i think of an athlete i think of people like wrestlers and football players and things like that i mean maybe maybe this maybe this is a soccer player i don't know
2: yeah anyway here we go 3d6 down the line again again you're born as a baby you haven't done anything yet you're normal but your, your class bonuses, plus 1d6 to all three of these attributes. Physical strength, physical beauty, and speed. Uh, What makes you good? Okay, now, again, it's... Go ahead and roll again. 18 plus 2d6. Go ahead and roll 2d6 again Come for your on, natural Come on, physical.
1: Active. I want to be more physical. Oh, my God. <laughs> 22
2: again. Wow. This time it was a 1 and a 3, though, instead of a 2 and a 2. All right. For 10 PPE, you can get a plus 20% bonus to any three occupational skills. No, no, now before it was 10 to get plus 30, but this is, this is skill stuff. Okay. So you're, you're, you're not as smart as a genius, but you still have that in you. And then we go to five PPE for a plus five bonus to all physical skills, all skills that are found under the category of physical skills. Every one you take every physical skill you take that has a percentage now is five greater.
1: But it can only be purchased once.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's see. And then the, the, uh, this one's the same. Does this
1: five. PPE One the,
2: the one above secondary skills, physical uh, uh, with for four PPE, you can select two additional physical or wilderness skills. And for additional two PPE, you can select two weapon proficiency, either ancient or modern skills. Now here is, here's the thing. This is where the script gets flipped from the genius. Mm -hmm. And you can see I I I have points up here on both sides. Yeah. You can purchase as often as desired. Takes five points to get one IQ. Before it was one. Now it's five. Three for ME, two for MA. 13 to make your physical strength supernatural. That is bananas. Even a seven supernatural strength can lift cars. As a side note, here,
1: this is where the editor in me looks at this and says, "Huh? Apparently, at one point, he was trying to make something else supernatural over here, because he forgot to remove the space." Yep. Or, uh, uh, or he just copied and pasted and put this over there,
2: and just yeah, either way. Yep. <laughs> All right, but here's where here's where this the 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 uh, script here's where the full script gets gets done. Here, one PPE to increase your strength attribute by one point. Same as IQ for the genius, only now it's physical. Three to increase your physical prowess, two to increase your PE, one for physical beauty and one for speed. By two points. I am not actually angry. At first I was like, really three? Why is that
1: one? Come on, three? Come on, physical prowess is
2: super important.
1: Yes, it affects so
2: many things that, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Hit points. Three PPE for 1D6 plus three additional. And these can be purchased twice. Okay, six. Come on, baby. Ooh, a five and a three. So... All right. You got another plus eight hit points. And you can buy it again for, for three more. Two oh, PPE. One no, 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 D6 that... plus 10. I, I did buy it twice. Okay, good. One D6 plus 10 <laughs> SDC wow. for two points. For six PPE, you always heal twice as quickly. You, can only, you only purchase that once. But you can always heal twice as fast as a normal human. Five PPE, you get a blanket bonus plus 10% save versus coma death. Five PPE, you get a blanket half damage resistance to cold. Other bonuses, any of these categories may be purchased often as desired. Two PPE plus one save versus disease. Two plus one save versus horror factor. Three illusion, four insanity, two possession, three initiative. Not five, three. That makes it a little more enticing. Four for plus one perception. One for pull punch. Why would you ever do that? That'd be dumb. Two for a plus one roll with impact or two for a plus one to disarm in hand-to-hand combat. That one can only be purchased four times. I don't know why you'd purchase it at all, but whatever. Uh, Two for a plus one to strike in hand-to-hand combat and with melee weapons can only be purchased twice. That makes more sense. Because a plus one to strike, you don't want someone burning all their points into that and then just never, ever miss.
1: I mean, you can already well, do that with your P- uh, with your yeah. physical prowess. So
2: <laughs> yeah, three PPE to get a plus one to strike using modern weapons. Can only be purchased twice. Four to get an automatic dodge. Whoa! Yes.
1: Now we know that there there are different rules with automatic dodge. We get that, and he'll
2: talk about that next week in combat. Right. But uh, that's still pretty awesome. You get a free roll to try and dodge without burning an action. I mean, even if the role is just straight up d20, that's a straight up d20 you didn't have without burning an action before. that can be that can be gold.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: easy I, I would even I would posit that that might even be better than the initiative.
2: It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough because uh, in- initiative gives you the 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 momentum and yeah. the momentum and be able to uh, dictate the tempo of battle. So it's a toss up. You're right. Alignment, any, but dude, come on. This is Palladium. You're a good guy. Stop. You're not it. supposed to serve the ancient ones. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to serve alien intelligences. You're supposed to be a good guy. Just stop it. Attributes we are discussed as your bonuses. We are discussed uh, bonuses as purchased with PPE. Low low base PPE means that the character is less likely to be sought at sought for as a PPE power <laughs> source, sacrifice or target of possession because you got nothing left. You spent it all. Oh, I can't eat you, spent you. All your PPE. Someone, someone looking for a snack, like a supernatural creature that, that needs some, some psychic energy to feast on. Is gonna pass over you like, like, like you're like you're a fly-ridden corpse. Like, oh, nope, none of that. Which
4: so, is good. so.
1: What I'm what I'm hearing from this character, and tell me if I'm wrong is this is kind of the, uh, okay, so obviously this person is a psychic. This is your either, on the genius side, this is your know-it-all who gets all the skills, who kind of points you in the right direction of what to do, or while you're blowing things up with your, with your noggin, is in there, you're breaking through doors, or hacking into computers, or, or whatever else needs to be done. This is kind of your everyman, but of course, because you're playing a game like this, you need your everyman to be a little bit more souped up. You're not going to be the average Joe everyman. You're going to be a a special everyman.
2: Right. And with that whole everyman title, I'm I'm glad you said that because you got some significant rubs on this one. Okay. Some significant downsides. One, uh, you need a 15 or higher to save versus psychic attacks at all times because you burned out all your psychic power. You have no defenses. So you're a normal person when it when it comes to psychic powers all the other psychic classes have better saves versus psychic for versus psychic attack because they've honed their power as a psychic power you burned your power in either intelligence or your body you have no defenses left you're a normal person in that regard oh no spidey sense Closed, no, closed to the supernatural means the character is not receptive to the subtle sensations or emanations of the supernatural or paranormal, and cannot sense or see the invisible auras, ghosts, or magical radiation. However, his enemies may be able to sense him, because you're still a living being. Being closed to the supernatural is not all bad, it shields the character from supernatural forces, providing a natural defense to possession, magic, and psychic attacks. Ironically, the defense also makes the character vulnerable because he may lack the ability to see or sense the presence of his inhuman foe until they make their attack. Like the, the diviner, the psychic sensitive, the psychic healer, they all have the ability to sense levels of supernatural energy around them and or just flat out see ghosts. You, as a natural or genius, do not have this ability at all. So alone, I'm surprised there isn't
1: like a note in here saying you also disbelieve the nonsense going out no. there and only help
2: because of your friends. <laughs> no, no. As as a genius, you're you're too smart to disbelieve in, in 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 the face of evidence. And as a natural, you're more willing to roll with things because it all works out for you in the end. Because you have female privilege. You you just see how hot he is, right? It's just super hot. Plus one d six in the beginning, and then you can add more PB later. He, he's hot. But yeah, uh, alone or a group of naturals and geniuses is gonna die pretty quick. They have no psychic powers, no, no psychic defenses. All, all they have is their their brains and brute strength, and that's it. And that's not enough. This is this is augment of a team. this this is part of a team. You are a part of a team that comes in handy at various points during the adventure, but you cannot carry the group yourself. You're not able. Just not able. Your base PPE is 1D4. That's all you get. That's it. I hope the demon's starving. <laughs> yeah, you burned it all. ISP, none. Because you didn't use your PPE to get any. Psychic abilities, none. You burned out all the way. Occupation, you're allowed to have any occupation. Absolutely Any. Any. <laughs> Common skills you have all common skills. Of, common skills in Palladium, uh, especially in modern time Palladium. Common skills are things that everyone who grew up in in that country or in that part of the world would know. Like an adult in the United States can be assumed to have a high school education, be able to drive a vehicle. Oh, tell it to anybody from New York. <laughs> General United States. <laughs> Have a high school education, be able to drive a vehicle, be able to read a map, a rudimentary map, uh, be able to read, write their native language, stuff like that. You have all of these skills common for free and you get that at plus 6%. If you take this class equipment, this is equipment that, that you would have just because it's, it's modern era and you have a job. I'm not going to go through it all. It's all normal stuff. Yeah, Car, apartment, whatever. Uh, housing, three bedroom apartment, roomy, three bedroom, they deal. It, it's it's all it's all there it depends on how much you want to pay. Money and savings. If you have a highly skilled occupation, 3d6 times $1,000, moderately skilled, 1d10 times 1,000, unskilled, 1d6 times 1,000. That's how much savings you have. I have more than what that die roll can be, and I feel broke. You should. The genius or natural will always get the paid the maximum salary plus bonuses unless he fails to perform up to expectation. Because he's out ghost hunting every night, and he doesn't get enough sleep, and he comes to work. There you and go. That, that's another part of this game that is very important, that you have an occupation. Ghost busting doesn't pay the bills, all right? Because no one believes you. You can't tell anyone. And ghosts don't have money. (laughs) So if you're out out busting ghosts and not going to work, you're gonna get fired.
1: Just remember that. Sorry, uh, sorry Heatendog, but you've got to work overtime today
2: and uh but but there's a monster attacking you to shut up. Remember that monster nonsense, Jesus. (laughs) All right, we're gonna move on to another special class, which is next, a ghost hunter. But before that, let's let's look over some of the starred comments. Uh, There's only a couple. So, uh so, oh the natural has bioenergy.
1: That's that's kind of how it was that, spent. That to... is
2: similar. Yeah, that is similar.
1: Uh I'd say MA, a scholarly scholarly individual be oh, oh my god, would be used to stress, huh? of study midterms no, oh used that, to used to distress endurance
2: that'd be yeah. mental endurance me- mental affinity i would put more on the natural athlete side just because they'll be they'll be more personable and they're more used to social interaction Possibly. because they're popular yeah when, when i
1: said it i was like i was just trying to think of another one to put on there the physical beauty thing is really odd to me i mean
4: iq me it's
2: not it's not odd for me it, <laughs> it's not odd at all. all all great athletes are good looking
4: well, okay. Maybe Better not enough.
2: Michael
0: Phelps.
1: Well, even outside of him, I, I, I knew a lot of people who thought Michael Jordan was one of the ugliest SOBs out there. I don't know, but uh, I heard that a lot while I was
4: uh,
1: watching basketball back in the 90s. All right. And then finally, uh, athletes run the gamut from ugly to handsome. So giving a bonus to PB just seems silly. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: I, 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 I get the argument, I understand why it was put in there. I personally think would change it as something else
1: as well. Do you think he did it because he didn't want it to be a dump stat because it's already going to be a dump stat based on?
2: Could be. Could be. All right. But hey, having a really well, high physical beauty piece? is, is uh, useful.
1: Unless you played World of Darkness, because Nosferatu Vampires, the best information gatherers, literally had a zero charisma. Couldn't even put a dot in it.
2: Yep. Appearance, but yes.
1: Appearance, yeah. All right. Um, this guy's weird. He's got guns. So ghost hunter, this is, this
2: is your blade. This is blade right here.
1: I did like this one, the fire and empty gun thing. I saw that uh, earlier. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Yep.
2: All right. So <laughs> unlike the true sci mechanic who can build and repair almost any kind of machine, the mechanic. The Psy Mechanic Hunter, better known as the Night Hunter or Ghost Hunter, is focused on hunting and slaying demons, devils, and supernatural monsters. In ancient times, it is likely that this psychic functioned as a demon and dragon slayer and or demon queller. While he possesses a certain mechanical aptitude and can make a small number of weapons and devices, his life's purpose is to hunt down and destroy supernatural evil. The character is actually driven to hunt and slay the supernatural. Consequently, whether male or female... The ghost hunter is always athletic and strong. Most are rather serious and stern when it comes to dealing with the supernatural, and are always for destroying said evil rather than studying or chasing it away. Uh, Solomon Cain, a higher power, or supreme being, and many subscribe to one particular faith. In fact, a good fifteen percent are the equivalent of a fire and brimstone. Solomon Cain, or witch
1: witch hunter from uh, from uh, um, Warhammer.
2: Yes. On the other hand, at least one third are quietly devoted to their faith or don't follow any one religion, though they are ardently believed that there is a supreme being, destiny, and the eternal battle between good and evil or some other nonsense. The non-denominational night hunters tend to be humble, soft-spoken, deeply law-abiding, kind, gentle, and compassionate. Quite the contrast to the more common aggressive hard-talking brawler type of ghost hunter or the outspoken hell-blazing preacher type. Unlike the psychic-sensitive, the ghost hunter cannot sense or sniff out the supernatural, but he's always ready to fight it. You put me in, put me in, coach. The <laughs> even the most aggressive and hard-nosed ghost hunter has learned he must work and cooperate with others to be effective in his war on supernatural evil. Also surprising is that even the gruffest, toughest, most extreme night hunter are usually willing to sacrifice their own life to save a fellow human being even those of questionable moral fiber. Now, here's the rut. Here's the thing. They hate supernatural beings. Hate them. Hate them. Hate them. Hate them. A serial killer is a loathsome thing. Awful person. But guess what? Still a person. Still ranks higher than a poltergeist.
4: Still I can't be this class. higher
2: than a vampire still ranks higher than a shambling mound or whatever you want to call it but
1: but that serial killer is is still higher on the totem pole
2: than a witch yes a a witch is is a a race traitor (laughs) a a witch and a warlock is a traitor to their own species uh That is how strongly they regard human life. The only exceptions are those who betray humanity by allying themselves with the forces of darkness, like a witch or a warlock. Witches, demon worshippers, cultists, and others who serve supernatural evil for their own selfish advancement or gain, or for the pure sake of evil itself. Like, if you're just a run-of-the-mill serial killer because you got got the taste of long pig and you need to eat folk, (laughs) because it tastes good, well... He's not going to be mad at you. Well, he's going to be mad, but he's not going to, like, you know, go hunt you down just because. In fact, he's going to save your life if you're going to be killed by anything supernatural because you're a human. And you deserve it more, more than those animals do. Mechanical aptitude can use any device made by another Psy Hunter or Psy Mechanic and can assist Psy Mechanics but lack their full range of abilities. Plus 10% to all mechanical skills and plus 5% to any electro skill, electrical skills, including secondary skills. This is a one-time bonus to skills applied when the character is first created. Intuitive weapon knowledge. Somehow, all ghost hunters know how to make ghost vision goggles, <laughs> ghost guns, the Ecto Slayer shotgun, devil sword, and ghost armor. It is, just comes to them at the onset of their ghost-busting career. No ISP cost.
1: What was the name of the TV show, that fake TV show on, on Supernatural? It was it like Ghost Chasers?
2: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> basically that. I mean, uh, the, we're, we're going to go over it more more in combat and equipment, but Ghost Vision Goggles does exactly what you think they do. It allows you to see ghosts. Uh, ghost guns, that's exactly what you think it does. It's, it's a gun that can actually hurt something that's ectoplasmic or immaterial. Ghost armor, guess. Armor against supernatural attack. You know, it's it's not hard. Devil sword is the same thing as a ghost gun, but in a sword, in a blade form, if you will. So that's exactly what it does. Now, uh, the the ghost hunter intuitively knows how to make all these things, can make one, but can't make more. You can only build one of these at level one. You can build spares at levels two, four, five, six, eight, ten, eleven, twelve, 10, 11, 12, and 14. But if you build another one at level one, that first one you built stops working. If you lose one, build another one, and you find the old one, that one doesn't work anymore. I
1: mean, it's kind and of a sig- signature move. or bound weapon or however you want to think of it. Uh, yeah, it's,
2: it's attuned to you. There you go. Attuned. And you can only attune so many at a time depending on your level fire an empty gun (laughs) now this explains a lot of movie shenanigans (laughs) why why did that guy fire 18 shots in a in a in a six in a six round cylindrical revolver without reloading oh Oh. it's
1: movie magic he
2: probably reloaded no no it's a telekinetic bullet That's what it is.
1: And Yosemite Sam was a powerful psychic.
2: There you go. The weapon fires a TK bullet that inflicts 4d6 damage without the sound of gunfire. A soft poof poof sound. (laughs) Poof. I wouldn't do that in your life. Or leaving the telltale residue of sulfur and gunpowder left by conventional rounds. Range must touch the weapon to be loaded. Duration, five minutes per level experience or until fired, whichever comes first. Damage as per gun, ISP seven that is quite a so bit of ISP it is but you can create a full magazine of TK bullets for five minutes for those seven ISP well
1: two per level of experience
2: uh oh two bullets per level experience okay yeah up to a full magazine depending on your level you know up for seven ISP so as as you go higher in level this this power actually gets stronger great spirit fist this is the dragon punch punches that do damage to supernatural beings that are otherwise impervious to ordinary weapons and punches including vampires astral beings, entities ghosts and spirits isp costs six duration all physical attacks using the hands feet head and body no weapons for one full melee round so six per and then you can burn all your actions fighting something that normally you can't touch Damage 2d6 plus your strength bonus, if any, double damage on a natural 20. Now, remember, you're not going to use this until you're fighting something it's useful against, right? You're not going to use this unless you're fighting a ghost or a demon or a supernatural predator. So you have you are going to have your multiplier, 2, 4, or 6 maybe, so you're gonna have a lot of ISP for these for these bullets and punches. Intuitive combat. A psychic ability the ghost hunter may summon at will the same time as any sonic power. Range self, duration two melee rounds per level. ISP 10. Pretty expensive. This is a form of telepathy geared to give the psychic an advantage in melee combat. To put this ability in place, the psychic must concentrate for one round, putting himself in a zen-like state of awareness. For the next two rounds, the intuitive combat sense makes the character one with his body and weapon, reacting quickly and efficiently with amazing reflex action, balance, and grace.
1: What yeah, is it, it do? a street samurai.
2: Yeah. Or Plus three physical, bonus physical initiative. is a uh, better physical way of out. saying it. More, more appropriate, right. Plus three bonus initiative. Plus one to strike. Plus one to parry. Plus four to dodge. Plus four to pull punch. Plus two to roll with punch impact. Plus two to disarm. Cannot be surprised, even by attacks from behind or from long range which means you can try it, parry, or dodge all attacks leveled at you, plus 10% to all abilities, balance, et cetera, provided by the acrobatics and or gymnastic skill as, pl- as well as plus 10% to climb and swim during the Zen state. Alignment, don't get me started. <laughs> they, they can act evil all they want, but how evil can you be when you would sacrifice your life for a serial killer? How evil can you really be? Normal 3D6 up and down. Attribute bonuses, plus 1D6 to strength and speed, as well as plus 2 to physical endurance, because you're going to need it. Question
1: for you. I'm seeing the speed thing a lot. Is this one of the Palladium games that, uh, I thought it took out of all of second edition, but uses speed uh, uh, to increase number of attacks?
2: I don't think so, because it is second edition, so it would not actually do that.
1: I mean, it's probably just to make sure your speed is a little bit higher than
2: the average
1: person's out there. Otherwise,
2: Uh, character creation doesn't come till later. Uh, Speed chart, no, it's same speed chart as normal. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Okay, just I was just wondering. Okay. All right. So what what page are we on?
1: Uh, I my PDF says
2: fifty three. Fifty-three. Okay. Oh, there we go. All right. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, No, no, now we're getting into the to the weapons, special weapons and equipment. Devil sword. This weapon can be any type of short or large sword. Three crystals are built into the handle. Holy symbols are carved on the blade. And one point of PPE or two ISP powers the weapon for one hour. When coursing with psychic energy, the sword inflicts three D six plus two points per damage per level of experience. Not three D six per level. No three D six. plus two per level starting at level one got supernatural beings double damage to ancient evil and triple damage to alien intelligence that that isn't going to (laughs) matter that's not going to matter at all no you're still going to die no do triple damage to alien intelligence yeah they have 200,000 sdc your triple damage means nothing absolutely nothing just run away but only 1d6 or 1d10 to humans or mortals no experience bonuses apply against mortal opponents No effect on astral beings, ghosts, or entities in the physical world. So this Uh is basically just all physical creatures. Because you have an Ecto Slayer shotgun. A sawed-off shotgun with extra tubing and wire. When activated with one point of PPE or two ISP, each blast fires a bolt of flaming energy that never does more than 1d6 points of damage to humans, but does 1d6 plus 1 per level to of psychic damage to supernatural beings with a physical body and double damage to ancient evil and alien intelligences it also does double damage to creatures vulnerable to fire half damage to energy beings and entities no effect on astral beings in the physical world because if you're astral being in the physical world you pull out your sword Astral this beings. Is, the I, am, I am getting some serious uh uh, uh witch hunter vibes here yeah. no that's true ghost armor Lightweight chest plate molded from plastic or fiberglass. It is reminiscent of the armored chest plates worn by ancient Greeks and Romans. The color is always white, gray, or silver, and the edges of the armor trimmed in actual silver. Electrical wires and sensors, contact pads, like those used in the EKG machine, create a strange sort of circuit board on the inside of the armor. Three contacts are located above the heart, one near the right shoulder, and one in the stomach. Similar plates may be strapped to the blah, 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 blah. Okay, duration. Activated for one hour for two PPE or four ISP. AR-13 when not activated. AR-17 when activated. Wow. That is, that's incredible. SDC, 24 when off. 48 plus 10 per level when on, starting at level two. Functions as a kind of force field at this point. Yes. Yes, it does the ghost kind of like gun. armor of Ithin, only not as powerful ghost gun. This is an oversized handgun of unusual design and configuration. Think of, uh, 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 De- devil boy. Uh, shit. That demon red demon character, son of Satan, uh, had this giant revolver and a giant hand. I forget the name of it, but, uh, yeah think of the giant oversized anime revolver that's what this is okay all right uh make it look like a toy rather than a gun two modes of attack fires energy bolts that can strike and hurt energy beings entities and astral beings damage 2d6 uh double damage in the astral plane range 120 feet plus 10 feet per level starting at level two Telekinetic bolts that hit the power with a heavy bullet. Damage, 5d6, but half, 2d6 plus 3 to humans or mortals, energy beings or ghosts, entities, or astral travelers. Payload, 24 energy or TK bolts. Only an energy or telekinetic bullets that are created inside the weapon remain loaded indefinitely until fired or the weapon is dismantled. The Hmm. psychic ammo vanishes when the weapon is taken apart or examined. Again, can't have evidence. (laughs) Weird how that happens. Can't Can't have evidence of magic bullets. Don't clean my firearm. (laughs) Yeah. Plus one to strike on an aimed or called shot and minimal noise as a muffled or distant gunshot sound with each shot. Oh, it's not poof poof this time. No, it's not poof poof. They decided to stay away from the poofiness (laughs) powered by two D sized batteries and a power crystal. It's creating an ammunition that costs ISP, not the actual gun itself. So yeah, to load the gun, it loads forever. But to load it takes ISP and I'm not seeing the ISP usage here. Oh, wasn't that um Oh C number three. Okay, see C, yeah. C number three under special abilities. Yeah, it was under it was under special abilities. Okay, anyway. I want to stay on the same page here. Oh yeah, it costs seven. Se- seven for every two bullets. But in the ghost gun, the bullets last forever. So you can you can load up. Well, last forever until somebody tries to clean it until, until someone opens it up and they just poof. Ghost vision goggles can see the invisible, including ghosts, entities, astral beings and those magically invisible, as well as providing the equivalent of conventional passive night vision goggles. Hey, look at that. Also enables a ghost hunter to recognize ectoplasmic disguises. You can see the ectoplasm and knows it is a disguise, but the weird substance still obscures the person's true features. ISP, one point to activate for 30 minutes. This is very economical. The reason being is because the ghost hunter doesn't want to spend ISP until there's an actual threat. Because all of this stuff is pretty expensive, but it's also very powerful. Well, it's also almost exclusively combat oriented exactly so the one thing that isn't combat oriented is the ghost vision goggles because you're looking for combat you're not actually in combat yet you're looking for combat so it only costs one isp for 30 minutes of looking that's a good deal i'll I'll take that deal and of course there's your housing and money that's fine latent psychic we're not going to worry about yeah we have to we have time for one more yeah we are going to do the nega psychic Okay, because that is the the other outlier.
1: Should I go through some chat real quickly?
2: Yeah, go ahead and go through chat. It's a PDF page fifty eight. There it is. You found it. Yeah, go through some chat. So, uh, Hellboy, thank you. Hellboy, Macale, thank you.
1: Yeah, well, uh, yeah. So, Malik also says, uh, "Gotta be honest, chicks dig athletic and muscular guys." I mean, it's there's true. truth to that, but that wouldn't necessarily be physical beauty. I mean, you could use it for that, but a lot of it, you know, that's seeing Do the BMA. money. That's the Do money BMA. that's beautiful, not the. Uh, gold diggers, all of them. Okay. Anyway, it uh, doesn't matter what they look like. A lot of women still go for the athlete. Yeah. Again, because you know, have money. Also, yeah. well, no, there is a survival money, trait in there as well.
2: Prestige of of being his girl, you know. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, there's sad. also a
1: survival element in there too. A muscular. Oh yeah, person. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, back back in the Stone Age was the person that's probably going to live longer simply because that person could hunt. Um, but there's a lot of psychology in that. Um. <clears throat> Kev says poof poof gun, the official gun of San Francisco PD.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: Uh, yep, Hellboy. Thank you. And uh what is this witch hunter, Robin? The RPG? Well, that was one that was one class. One class. Yes, one class. Yeah.
2: And I I just call him the blade. Because that's what he is. Even even the picture look looked like look like blade. Just with guns. Uh oh, so that's 48 40, With plus, plus 10 yeah. after the first yeah There yes. should have
1: been a comma after the die. It should have said really 40, 46, been, yeah. comma plus 10 per level after first. That's what it yes. should have been.
2: That's what it should have been. Yes. But uh yeah. So it, it you're basically creating a force field of psychic power by activating it. <laughs> no, not the negative. Yes, the nega psychic. This is important because it is an outlier. Well, it says right there, the first sentence of it is it's an odd case. Yes. Now, in a nutshell, here's what a negative psychic is. He is a psychic. But he vehemently believes that psychics and the supernatural do not exist. Thing against type. It's oh so fun. Do not exist. At all. At all. And he can prove it. <laughs> you know why? Because psychic powers have a tendency to not work around him. Because he is unconsciously creating a psychic dampening field. Prove it. I could do it yesterday. Well, charlatan. Let's take a look at it. On one hand, the character is a skeptic, absolutely convinced that psychic powers do not exist. This belief is unshakable, and no amount of evidence, speculation, or even firsthand personal experience will with the supernatural warp will persuade this character to change his conviction. It's all hogwash and nonsense, illusion and trickery and chicanery and Balderdash. The only thing that would change a negative psychic's mind is confirmation by the scientific community as a whole. And even then, the character is likely to side with the holdouts and extremists who think the earth is still flat. On the other hand, the negative psychic is fascinated by claims about the supernatural and paranormal and seems driven by an insatiable curiosity to investigate and debunk them. This is your Scully. Xbox.
4: Mm. This is mm-hmm. Scully.
2: I didn't even see that. You're right. You're right. Yep. According to the nega psychic, unknown energy, lines of power, psychic abilities, ghost possession, blah, 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 is not possible, logical or scientific. Thus, this guy who may have spent the last two hours battling supernatural horrors witnessed magic and psi powers firsthand, but what's all over simply states, some further investigation may be justified, but there's nothing supernatural about tonight's events and I completely understand any game master who disallows this as a player character because your player characters are, after a while, going to get pissed off at this character. Dude, it was a vampire. He turned into a bat.
1: Yeah, I I have friends with those funny teeth and put in contact lenses as yeah, well. Yeah, and
2: you know what? Yeah, he turned to a bat, bat into a puff of smoke, whatever. David Copperfield made a bridge disappear. Shut up. You know, you okay? That's 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 the shtick. Let's okay. see his powers. All right, good. good. Wow. Uh, all right, there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Lots of story behind him. Mind block auto defense. This is this is awesome. See the complete description in the Sonic section under psychic signs and powers. But the long and short of it is, the psychic is automatically blocked from all forms of psychic communication, probe scans, empathy, telepathy, thought reading, hypnox session, and possession whatever only do not mix this with your guard. after
1: the bomb character that has no speech and can only talk through telepathy
2: <laughs> yeah then you're bummed he doesn't even know he's using it and subconsciously refuses to let the block down it's always on isp none it's always on i don't even know why they have a duration it's got isp none and it's automatic
0: maybe block, does it does
2: it tangle him red. like a
1: spidey sense
2: no, it well then if someone tries to read his mind, someone tries to possess him, someone tries to do anything psychically to him, that auto defense shoots up like an enterprise force field. Nothing gets in or out. Yeah, that Nothing. yeah, that
1: duration is dumb.
2: The duration is dumb because it's auto defense, means it goes up automatically and there's no isp usage, which means why have a duration? That's just stupid. Psychic and paranormal disruptor. Here's the big one. This is another reason why. Other psychic characters don't want him on the team. The irony is that the nega-psychic possesses real psychic potential, but so vehemently denies that potential that it manifests itself as a protective anti-psychic shield or force. The shield, powered by the character's own psychic energy, not only protects the nega-psychic, but reaches out to prevent or disrupt magical, paranormal, and supernatural influences all around him. The disruptive energy cancels or dissipates magic, PPE, and psionic ISP energy and makes spellcasting and psionics much more difficult to use around him. The range of disruptive energy rating from the nega-psychic is three feet per level of experience. Any psychic, mage, or supernatural being caught in here must spend 50% more ISP or PPP <laughs> than usual. Please don't stand next to me right now. We're trying exactly. to find a ghost. We... We are in a low magic environment. 50% more is deadly.
1: I find your deadly. lack of faith disturbing.
2: In addition, psychic abilities that have a skill percentage for success are diminished by the skeptic's negative vibes. For each one PPE point possessed by the nega psychic, the other psychics suffer a minus 4% success penalty. So if a nega psychic has <laughs> eight PPE, A psychic medium is minus 32% chance to succeed in communing with the dead. No matter how much she spent, which is 50% more, by the way. That's true. Furthermore, a psychic, spellcaster, or even supernatural being will find their confidence wanes and skill performance suffers a minus 10% penalty when the nega psychic verbally questions their abilities. Basically, he's negging you. See? Layers. Onions. Onion layer. And you are losing confidence in yourself. This is the taunt ability from Earthstone. Yes. (laughs) It's like a natural exuding of the taunt ability. (laughs) So, yeah, that's bad. Magic disruption is even worse. When the nega psychic is part of a magic or psychic group ritual, the range of his energy field doubles, and he radiates negative energy with his ardent and sometimes angry disbelief. Confident that such rituals are a hoax, madness, or just won't work, each one of the nega psychics PPE points negates, dispels, eradicates, burns up whatever. Four PPE points of magic power, requiring the mage cultist to spend four times as much PPE to cast a spell or complete a ritual that he's involved in. Why would you involve this dude when you're going to do a ritual? Hey, Jeff, because you really need to prove it to him that you're no. No. No, send him to 7-Eleven <laughs> while we do this. We need Cheetos. Go get Cheetos. We're going to do our Balder Dash and we'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Send Jeff away, man. Trying to cast magic on or at a Nega Psychic costs double the PPE and has half the usual effect. This includes everything from magical curses, diseases, and the evil eye. Note the Nega Psychic cannot turn off any of these powers. It's always on double the negative PPE when facing demon servants and quadruple the number and double the range of disruptive force when dealing with ancient evil. So they get, they get more negative, the more powerful that their supernatural opponents become, the more dampening they become. But still it's not enough for artificial intelligence. You're still going to die. Sorry. You're still going to die. Skeptic's Viewpoint. As a skeptic, the psychic is well-versed in myth, legend, and a certain amount of science and book knowledge. The Bermuda Triangle and similar places, reputed to be linked to other dimensions, forces are infamous for freak storms and unexpected disappearance of aircraft. Skeptics claim there's no mystery or supernatural forces at work, and people are just dumb and can't read maps, and they just don't calculate their gas properly, and they die. That's it. Astral Travel trickery of the mind Balderdash bending spoons metal Pfft.
1: that it was, was deep carnival
2: the carnival 70s it did it right in front of you yeah Bigfoot whatever N- nice costume dick that's what that is clairvoyance guesses crop circles super hoax demons drug-induced dr- dr- drug-induced bull crap Discorporation—that <laughs> the whole point of this game, or, or the, one of the major elements of this game—that's a lie. Yeah, discorporation—it was never there. It didn't disappear because it was never there. Stupid dowsing. Oh, I'm gonna find me some water. <laughs> nope. ESP, EVP, all of that crap. This is what they believe. It's all—it's all garbage. It's all absolute garbage. And we got a giant list of all of their excuses for all the things you could possibly run into. Now we'll go down to the actual stats. Holy crap. That is a long list. I thought it was done okay, there. Right there, <laughs> 3d6 down the line yet again. Attribute bonuses plus 1d6 to any one mental or physical attribute. Your choice. Alignment. Any, but come on, be a good guy. Don't, don't be a dick. Uh, needs a 10 or higher to save. For it. Saves as a master psychic on steroids. Yeah, well, saves as a master psychic after the psychic used twice as much energy on him. Exactly, yes. This is crazy. But automatically saves against C-Aura, telepathy, empathy, empathic transmission, object-read, and all forms of psychic healing. Can't even heal you. You,
4: you, you automatically save against <laughs>
2: Plus one to save versus all types of psychic attacks. Plus two to save versus magic. Plus four to save versus curses. And is impervious to possession and illusions. Plus one to save versus horror factor at levels one, three, five, seven, nine, eleven, thirteen, 11, 13, and 15. So. I'm not as scared by something that's not real, right? Exactly. You're not scared by something that's been proven time and time again to not be real. Limitations. Blind to the supernatural. Can't see ghosts. Can't sense their presence. Well, it's because they're not real. You can't see something that doesn't exist. Come exactly. on. Exactly. You can't see something that's not real, man. You can't. The character will never be bothered by or see a stealer, a Scurrier, Poltergeist, Haunting entity, or any entity for that matter because they are repelled by the negative vibes. the, the These are these are the small uh, animal brain type supernatural creatures that avoid neg- nega psychics like they're radioactive because they, as soon as they get in the aura, they're like, oh God, and they go away. So they they never experience poltergeists or ghosts or hauntings because the ghosts don't do anything while they're around. Cuz they they don't do they're gross. <laughs> uh PPE, okay, roll 1d6 plus 6 to start and plus 2 per level of experience starting at level 2. Here's the thing. The reason they gain PPE and no one else does is because they have all of this potential that they are actively not using. They are actively not using it. So they're actually building it up as they go up in level. And their PPE is the basis for their negative energy they move around. So if they have 20 PPE, that means that uh, all psychic roles are what, minus 80% or some crap like that? when done in their area of effect, which is three feet per level. That that basically means any, any psychic power or magical ability that requires a roll fails. They get high enough level, magic just stops working around them, just at all. It's crazy. Again, this is why you probably don't want one of these in your group. No ISP, obviously. Recovering PPE. Uh, the Nega Psychic never loses his PPE. It defies normal convention and supplies the character with unique defenses rooted in denial. If the Nega Psychic no, it should ever come to accept the supernatural, reduce his PPE base and bonuses by half and delete all special PCC abilities. Oh, wow. You lose everything.
1: You know, if I'm sure you are to think convinced, that these
2: ghosts are real, man. I saw something I can't explain. And then, boom, you're done that's it so as a character you would never say that because you'd lose all your power so as your friends who constantly fight supernatural things they cannot convince you because you cannot allow your character to be convinced because then you won't be able to play anymore so yeah I don't recommend this character class at all I don't everything,
1: everything else is the same basic character creation stuff yeah, everything else
2: the same basic you know uh your your work your money it's all a role during character creation which we will get we will get into next week but now we're going to get into the actual actual powers powers. i am going
1: to scroll through this so people can see what some of the other psychic character classes are as i get there uh just tell me what page it is so i know how long i'm scrolling
2: that's where i'm going right now uh there we go uh sonic descriptions 92
1: Oh, that's kind of a long, that's a lot of scrolling. So maybe I'll
2: just just, just go to 92.
1: I'll do one more. And then, yeah. Again, you can get the the idea that there are a bunch of different types of, uh, of psychic character class. Things that you can find from pretty much any trope from X-Files to Supernatural to Powder to whatever else you're probably going to find here. Hmm. Um, let's, uh, look at some chat and then, um. All right, so Mr. Max Bavon says playing against type is how you know that you're a really good role player and a deep thinker. That is that is sarcasm is palpable. What he was sarcastic? Yes. Oh, I thought you were being honest. Um, the the only way I would know the only way I would allow a nega psychic in the game is if I plan to
2: rift the group to riff's earth. Deny that, you prick. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're quickly going to have a character with no abilities whatsoever. Uh, do nega psychic stack? No, they do not. Funny enough. Uh, it doesn't say that in this book, but I actually had that same question and I went on the palladium forums and the, the the consensus is no, the areas do not stack the highest area wins.
1: (laughs) You just need to get like 30 of them around doesn't matter if you're an
2: ancient one we don't believe in you La la la, la, yeah. la, la. <laughs> and that's exactly why they didn't want everyone to be nega psychics and they walk into a walk into a, a poltergeist ridden house and suddenly the poltergeist just dies <laughs> you know <laughs> like oh there was nothing here to begin with later
1: <laughs> uh two more the ghost hunter would kill this guy for being a traitor to the supernatural
2: <laughs> no no he's a human he doesn't believe in supernatural, and guess what? The ghost hunter understands that because most people don't. The ghost hunter's like, I hope your world comes true. Yeah, really. The, the ghost hunter wants wants his world to happen. Alien intelligence. Oh no, some it have PPE only four thousand available. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The the alien intelligence, like I said, I don't even know why they have that in here as a possibility because there is no fighting alien intelligences by any player character. There isn't.
1: All right. Uh, have you chosen a few that you want to talk about here? I didn't even look at the. I'll be honest, I 100% didn't
2: even look at these. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, we're not going to do any of the Firewalker or Pyrokinetic ones because the, the these are the powers that are solely for that one character class, the Firewalker.
1: And I think that most of these names give you a sense of what it does. You know, like yeah, Firebolt. Yeah. I think it's a bolt of fire, fire
2: Extinguish Fire, Firewalk, Fuel Flame. You know, it all it, it mo- most of it just makes sense. We will start healing. Okay, let's take a look at something that that could come up quite a bit, which is psychic purification. No, 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 no. That that that, that that's that's for physical stuff. Let's do exorcism. That's going to come up. Power of Christ compels you. Exactly.
1: That's ten. It costs ten. All right. Uh, what oh, page?
2: Exorcism is no joke.
1: What page is that on? Are they in alphabetical order? Which or you no, know, they're done by
2: category, this? aren't they? Yeah, yep, they're done, they by category. done by category. I, the the, the, okay, the powers 100. are not... 100. 100? Okay.
1: Well, 100 for the PDF, I think 99 for the book. Yeah,
2: that's fine. Should have typed it in. That's, that's really apparent right now. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> I can get that off the screen there
1: we'll just requires a good player. So D and D players. Need, I think you meant need not apply.
2: Yep. Exorcism. Okay. Uh, range immediate area touch or within eight feet duration instant required 30 minutes of preparation by the psychic healer and 66 minutes spent with the possessed person or animal can only exercise the living and mortal beings. You can't exercise a house. You can't exercise a statue it, it, this is living person possession right here the psychic can perform a rite of exorcism that uses psychic energy to expel the loathsome supernatural being from its mortal host body a completely successful exorcism frees the victim of the supernatural force that controls him and sends it back to his own non-earthly realm As real quickly so here you to, not interrupt to worry just... about it flying around or anything you actually booted it out of the dimension
1: right I, it might kick a ceiling fan once before it goes just to prove yeah. a point, but it's, but it's gone. Yeah. Um, possession is something that is inherent to pretty much every palladium game. Yes. Uh, mo- way more so than you might even think of from Dungeons and Dragons, because there's always some sort of uh, comment in there. Like if you're playing the Diabolist or if you're playing a uh, Shifter, or whatever about uh, the possibilities of possession. So to this day, Kevin doesn't care about your agency. <laughs>
2: a partially successful exorcism will drive the evil force out of the possessed personal animal, but does not send it back to its own dimension. Thus it can try to possess the psychic healer or flee or wander the earth or whatever. An exorcism can only be used on living people and animals whose bodies are inhabited by an entity or other type of invasive spirit, not symbiotic organisms or psychic possession. That's like someone uh, projecting their mind into someone else. You, you can't exercise that. It's not a true possession. And this is a roll to determine success. 28% plus 7% for each additional level of experience. Success ratio bonus plus 3% for every ME attribute point of the healer that is above 20. Second, roll to see if the thing is forced back to its own dimension. This success is 21 plus 7 per additional level of experience and no bonus for a high ME. So, yeah, getting it out is hard enough, but booting it out of the dimension is even harder. So this is why, again, team effort. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time, you can maybe get it out of the little girl, but it's still going to be in the room with you. And you know what?
1: I might have to shoot him.
2: <laughs> and the ghost hunter, with his goggles, go, oh, there he is. Blop, blop, blop. blah blah blah." blah, blah, blah.
1: I, I was saying shoot the little girl.
2: <laughs> no, don't shoot the girl. Yeah, well, the the actually, ghost hunter
1: wouldn't do that, but...
2: Actually, uh, what it says here, um, the par successful, it can try to possess the psychic healer or flee to one of the earth in search of a new victim. A new victim. I'm going to say, I'm going to make a ruling right now. It cannot repossess the real estate it was just kicked out of. I'd agree to that. Okay. So that little girl is the safest person in the room. Well, and uh, the nega-psychic. And, of course, yeah, the nega-psychic. This thing's going to go, oh, God, no, and just run away. Like She was just having a temper tantrum. But the thing is, with with the nega-psychic around, you're never going to succeed in that role. So it's not going to matter. This isn't psychic role, is it? Yeah, it's a percentage role. Oh, this is like, I mean, guys, we're reading a psychic power. Jesus. It's a psychic power with a percentage role which means that the, the, the nega psychic takes away uh, for every one PPE has takes away 4% of the success ratio.
1: You stay down here. Oh, she's having a temper tantrum. Her, her freaking eyes are bleeding and she's talking with an echoey voice. Yeah. 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 She practiced yeah. that in her, you know, talking into her mirror and okay. Yep. So she's, she's screaming so
2: hard. She burst a blood vessel in her eye. Yeah. She's in the drama club. Yeah. There you go. Uh, during the exorcism, the possessing force can use whatever powers it may have, as well as physical attacks or any special psychic abilities of its host body. Fortunately, the rites of exorcism weaken the creature, reducing its number of attacks per melee by half. It is wise to always have one or more assistance to help defend against the being's attacks and actions. Sedating the physical host will immobilize it, but will not prevent psychic attacks or the creature's use of its own natural powers, if any. Too many assistants or spectators can be a liability, for the creature may attempt to flee by possessing one of them. An exorcism may be attempted on the same individual as often as the healer desires. Or well, has so, so so eventually, as long as you have the time. Yeah, it, it's going. Yeah, to it, it's it's a it's a you know take twenty situation. If you have all the time in the world, you're going to win. Unless the unless you're unless you're around a mega psychic, you're going to win. <laughs> but you know, time and ISP is basically what's going on here. Uh that was the sensitive portion. Let's try a different one. Let's do like two more, unless you really had a couple more that you wanted to. Yeah, two more. We're gonna do one from each uh from each category. Okay. So now we'll do uh the physical. Um let's see. stop bleeding i've never i've never seen that one uh
1: stop bleeding right there others (laughs) it's on page 102 of the book 103 of the pdf
2: there's self and others it's both on the same page okay here we go indefinitely as long as the healer keeps his hand on the injured individual and concentrates on stopping the bleeding okay so as long as you got your hand on it you can stop bleeding cost four isp Duration is indefinite as long as you're holding the person. You're acting as a tourniquet. Basically the same as stop bleeding self. Uh, stop bleeding others, stop bleeding self. They're two different powers. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll do stop bleeding self. Well, stop stop bleeding pe- self is right up here. Yeah, and last six minutes per level. Uh, another type of biofeedback, mind over matter, in which the psychic stops bleeding from wounds and internal injury using the power of his mind. This means stopping additional damage from blood loss, being able to function relatively unimpaired. Unimpressive and potentially life-saving as this ability may be, it is only a stopgap measure. The injury is not being healed, and the character still needs medical attention, or he will eventually die because you're going to run on ISP. (laughs) If rendered unconscious, the bleeding of blood loss damage immediately begin. Note, stops the bleeding from all sources. However, additional slash new hit point damage suffered after a stop bleeding requires additional concentration and another three ISP to stop bleeding from the new wounds. Penalties. Furthermore, the psychic must continue to concentrate on stopping the bleeding, which means his number of attacks per melee round and all combat bonuses are reduced by half. But skill performance and other abilities function at normal capacity. You can run, leap, climb, drive, swim, operate machinery, whatever. Uh, Stopping bleeding others is different. There's no duration. As long as you're holding the wound closed, it stops bleeding. It's It's pretty straightforward. You basically help other people better than you can help yourself. Now, if you're in a game like Max would do, a Palladium Max game, where he uses these optional rules like bleeding and mm-hmm. and you know trauma and stuff like that, that's actually pretty powerful ability. Handy. Yeah, this is very helpful ability. Yes. All right, and we move on to. We did have a request for
1: his telekinetic, telemechanic, something, which I think the only time I've seen telemechanics isn't that
2: only in Robotech. No, that is. Uh... Um, we've also seen it in uh riffs, uh, Rifts. Rifts oh, okay. Rifts has the as a mechanic as well.
1: It's up to you if you want to cover. I mean, you do whichever one you want. I was just saying that somebody did request it.
2: All right. Um telemechanics is where 106. 106. hey okay, telemechanic mental operation. Now th- this is for the psi mechanic, so this is, spe- this is a this is the specialized subset of psychic powers. The main sets are sensitive physical and I'm blanking. I don't yep, know. Completely blanked. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but the this one and the and the firewalker ones are specific subsets of psychic powers. Prerequisite the psychic must also have the telemechanics power. Okay, so this has a prerequisite. Wait, which one are you reading? Telemechanic mental operation. Oh, Oh. you want telemechanics total. Okay, hang on. I don't care which one we do. Okay, that that was not on the page you told me. Okay, telemechanics. Let's do that one. Duration, 10 minutes plus 2 minutes per level experience. Start level 2. ISP 10. Saving throw none because it's an inanimate object. This ability allows the psychic to mentally communicate with and understand machines. Calm down. Hang on. Machines don't talk. This power is a bizarre combination of object, read, and telepathy, except that it applies to mechanical devices only. By touching any non-intelligent machine, whether it be a bicycle, gun, car, or airplane, the psychic instantly has complete, though temporary, knowledge of exactly how the machine operates. The psychic knows everything about the machine. The complete schematic diagram and operational knowledge are clearly seen in his mind's eye. The level of skill slash expertise using an unfamiliar machine is equal to 80% And if the character has personal knowledge, has the skill at all, that goes up to 95. When touching an artificially intelligent machine, computers, robots, the psychic not only understands everything about its operation, maintenance, repair, access codes, etc., but can actually communicate with it telepathically. This means he can tap into the computer's data files without using a terminal because the information is sent directly to the psychic's mind. Remember the telepathic link and memory are temporary abilities and the psychic will remember the general context and certain bits, but not everything that, that he gleaned. Yeah. You don't have a diddick memory. Yeah. You can take notes though. And of course, if you have the, the, the psychic ability of total recall, you can use that to call the information back. There you go. Then you have a diddick memory. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The psychic's telepathic computer skill is equal to computer operation, programming and repair each with an 88% skill proficiency. Computer hacking is not available unless the psychic also has that skill. The telepathic application of hacking is is at seventy eight percent, even if the formal skill is higher or lower. So yes, uh, just like in riffs, just like in many other books that has telemechanics, uh, it it makes it makes uh, the person an expert operator uh, and uh, and and mechanic of any. Of any mechanical device, be it as simple as a steam engine or as complex as a fission reactor. Physical. There you go. Sensitive, healing, physical. Photography. Photography. Okay. But most of these other ones, I mean, there, there are some gems in here, you know, but but Demon most of punch. them are like like photography, are similar <laughs> to many other. Uh, powers that uh palladium has done and will do in the foreseeable future ecto goo gross yes but that is it that is uh that is psychic character classes and psychic powers in general now to uh, the remember answer. yeah re- remember the the new things we've learned today all right the uh the power multiplier and it's, it's uses and it's, it's, uh, problems, the, uh, the special character classes, the nega psychic, the ghost hunter, these are, these are special and the, the natural and, and, uh, and, and genius classes. These are special classes completely unique to this book. Whereas all the other ones, the latent psychic, the diviner, the psychic healer, the the psychic mechanic these are all variations on a on a theme that palladium has done time and time again so we didn't go over those in depth if you want to you can get the book and you can go over them yourself but they are very familiar to no, those we just wanted to show how, how they're there. written generically what's in here that's why i scrolled past them. it's just enough exactly.
1: to get your feet wet and yeah so that is it i mean what else do we have does uh does, does telemechanics work on smart homes because yes. that could turn you into a demon <laughs> you're doing more than the poltergeist and uh there was one more her head did a full 360 you can't deny that the the nega psychic can like yeah actually she just was whipping around so fast you thought it went in a circle it was an illusion Come on, flashing lights, because you know there's there's always when she's doing it, yeah. lightning going on in the background. Yeah, there's
2: lightning, there's flashing lights. Suddenly, room goes dark, goes light again. She obviously slipped her restraints. You know, come on. So next week
1: we will talk about. Oh no, that's the giveaway con- Well, hey, we could talk about the giveaway contest right now. Oh my, I got something in my eye. Um, as uh, you may be aware, on July 29th, we'll have a members only giveaway. Uh, you can click that uh, little join button there and join. And you can uh, possibly win one of two $50 Palladium Book Gift Certificates. And then on the 7th of August, we will have a drawing. Now, that one's ongoing right now, so you can check the rules on our website, LegionMyth.tv. But on the 7th of August, we will do the drawing for the public contest, which will be given away four books. Those four books you see on the screen right there. Hey, you're watching Beyond the Supernatural. You could win a copy of Beyond the Supernatural. And we'll hopefully get those signed by Kevin as well. So check that out uh, on our website. uh, Ask questions on our Discord. You can check the Community tab. You might have to scroll down a little bit here on YouTube. But uh, all the information is out there for joining that content. And now, what I really wanted to show was... Because the entire time, I think I forgot to put up uh, the segment one thing. Maybe I didn't. I also forgot to hit mash a little subscribe thing. So here, let me do it now. Subscribe! Okay, and... uh, There we go. Next week is the game rules. We'll see it's combat, of course, because, you know, that's just how... Game rules are really written up, but it's going to talk about some psychic powers. it's going to talk about. Are you going to cover character creation next week, or are we just going to talk about combat? Because I thought we were going to do character creation later.
2: uh We can do combat, whichever one you want to do first is fine.
1: Okay. Uh, I mean, I know in the book it goes right into character creation, but uh, I thought yeah, we it decided does.
2: it does. And and c- character creation is uh is simpler here than in uh, Heroes Unlimited or in Palladium okay. Fantasy. It's it's pretty. Easy. Well, I
1: mean, if if we can whip through it, but still give out good information, then we may as well just do both because it's it's. So i not calling it combat. I can change this one as well like I did for the one this week and just change it to game rules or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It was supposed to be combat. Maybe we'll do combat next week. Uh, but we'll find out. Anywho, with that uh, I'll, I'll just do this quickly for the links. You can pause it if you want to stop and get any of those links. Come by and visit us. Again, find out more about the contest. You do want to win a book, don't you?
2: Yeah. I want to win a book.
1: You can't win a book. And you want Aww. to. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? The yeah. things I do to Heathen Dog. I want to win a book. Well, you can't. This is for people out there. Suck. <laughs> and there we go. That's going to be it for segment one. Boom. All
4: right.
1: And because I've been do my eyes are so dry. I can barely keep them open looking at this white screen. Uh, I've been drinking a ton of stuff. I'm going to this time. I'm going to run to a little room and you have to wait oh, for me. OK, well, when
2: you come back, I got to refill. Well, there we go. Soda. <laughs> So you go ahead first and I'll, I'll, I'll entertain the masses. You and your little baby face. All right. Uh, let's see. Mark Hawkman says I kind of visualize the technopathy thing as being like a ghost in the shell, but with psychic powers, uh, method of the characters do it instead of cybernetic enhancements. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's, it's a little less, has a little less utility. Then uh, a, a ghost in the shell type, you know, uh, transferring your consciousness into a machine or invading a machine with your mind, like uh, like Shadowrun hacking, stuff like that. It's less comprehensive, but uh, for, for what it lacks in versatility, it makes up for in sheer knowledge. I mean, 88 and 95 percent skill rolls for stuff is crazy. And you can get that at first level. That's crazy. When are we going to cover the rules that help me deal with my abusive father? Nope.
0: Nope.
2: Yes, Riffs has a techno wizard. And, uh, um, the the uh, Psy Mechanic and the Ghost Hunter are like Techno Wizard Light because they have to spend ISP to to use... The Ghost Hunter especially has to spend ISP to use his his special equipment, which is very much like the uh, Techno Wizard. So, yes, very much. Bio Kiddo, that made me sad. It made me sad, too. I That was bad okay now okay i see where he went now isn't that what role playing games are for let me express myself any way i want and study why my father's abusive yeah that's that's the that's the blue haired monkey nonsense that uh that we're gonna get into in segment two we are <laughs> yeah you made me i i i watched the video and and i i Oh, well, we're, that,
1: that, that's going to actually fill into uh, the main topic. I wasn't actually keeping them as separate topics. I was going to use that as, because uh, we'll have to explain why we're ranting, because there's really not much to rant about the main content. But yeah, after after that video, I was like, wait, what? Because people have been mentioning, uh, we're doing a bunch of teasers here, people have been mentioning that some of this is going on, and it wasn't until I saw that video that I was like, oh, wow, it's really that bad. That blatant, basically? Okay. All right, I'll be back in a sec. Okay. Uh,
0: let's see, what do we got in chat? I gotta be honest, I didn't care about segment one today. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I
1: am interested. Beyond the Supernatural has a, has a interesting setting that I, that I do honestly enjoy but you guys have probably heard me say it enough. I don't like psychics. I don't like psychic powers. I, the entire game is psychic because apparently magic wasn't put in the game. Uh, I'd be much more interested in the magic side of stuff. So, uh, But uh, but I think Dog did a good job of covering that. I didn't inter- interrupt him too much.
0: But uh, usually I was just like, mm-hmm, yep, psychics, okay. That's not, it's not hell for me. It's just
1: because I, I do like the background i absolutely do like the background of beyond the supernatural i think it is you know some of the things are quirky but when you when you put it in the context of the real world like you can you can bust on the mega psychic all you want but we all know people like that whether those people are right because it's the real world or you know they're the ones that are always just trying to debunk somebody who's religious or thought he saw the saw bigfoot or whatever we all know people like that uh you know we also know people on the other side that are straight on flat earthers. This is why Australia doesn't exist. Why I keep telling you Australia doesn't exist. The world is flat. Here up here you have North America, you have Europe, you have uh, the northern part of Africa, most of Asia, right? Down here you have everybody else. so How do they stay on? They can't. They would just fall off into space. So there is no Australia. It's fake. Um, and they say
0: they're having winter right now. Sure, okay, whatever. Uh, but I mean, we all know people like that 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 believe nonsense. So. Well, and some people say the first edition was better. I don't know. Uh,
1: I mean, I, I don't know enough about it. He's not played first edition. I do think that magic should be in this, but then again, maybe there's a new feel with second edition that makes it uh, better without
0: it. I don't know. I don't know. So for segment two, though, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a look at that D and D trailer. So
1: if you know anybody who hasn't seen the D&D trailer, you should come and uh, have them come this way. And uh, we're going to take a look at that. We'll have some comments, and then we're going to kind of segue that into, not necessarily a direct different topic, but a little bit of a different topic. Also, in case you guys don't know, Super Chats go directly to our Discord now, and they are saved for posterity. So in case, uh, in case that's of interest to you, because uh, people are like, oh, remember when somebody Super Chatted you? I'm like, nope. <laughs> i saw it on the stream thank you though uh but now it's on our discord and people can react to. we can't
0: comment in that channel but people can react and no magic limits the scope of the game does it see
1: right there, there you go that's perfect perfect if australia was real wouldn't we
2: have kangaroos right they'd have hop their way over here well now i did see kangaroos at my local zoo but I'm convinced that they are obscene genetic experiments by scientists in uh, Area 51. I
1: was going to say, what do you think after the bomb came from? I mean, who would have that kind of imagination to come up with after the bomb without kangaroos? Platypus,
2: come on. yeah. Hey, what happens if we throw this on you? That's just a Lego yeah, exactly. animal. exactly. If, if you believe in God, I point you at the platypus and say, explain that, asshole. <laughs> you can't. There's no intelligent design with the fucking platypus. Well, you even know. God
1: can have a joke, right?
2: <laughs> no,
1: no. It <No. laughs> was it that Einstein said, God doesn't roll dice with the universe. Quantum, uh, quantum mechanics might have a conversation with you on that. No, no. See, she just said that to you so that uh, you would never try to hunt her
2: down. Right? Exactly. She, she, she's actually living in Texas with, uh, three or four di- different guys uh, doing doing her, her thing her way until she hits the wall, and then they they boot her to the street, and then she's going to live on the street uh, and uh, be- become a drug, act, gr- drug addict and die in a river. Yeah, Australia Avenue. Australia Avenue.
1: <laughs> uh, see, we can be negative psychics right here. We're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, no, I need to keep that. Those, those are my notes for, for this. All right. Are you ready for segment two? I'm ready. All right. For segment two today, we are going to uh, look over this Dungeons and Dragons. Satan's Game. I mean, Honor Among the Thieves trailer that was uh, apparently done at San Diego Comic-Con. We're going to take a look at it provide our thoughts on it and we're gonna segue this out a little bit and we're gonna talk about some contemporary things as in uh what's it called the something something the radiant citadel and a little bit of the controversy going on around that or is it really a controversy or are people just making up stuff i don't know we'll find out but we're gonna look at this trailer first and we are going to talk about it so uh Let's get the disclaimer up here. The disclaimer that really, oh my God, you should see the lefties. And I don't mean lefties like as in political left. I mean like the woke, really crazy progressive. You should see all the comments I get about this on another Discord. Well, I can't watch those two because they have a disclaimer up there that I don't agree with, except for I've already proven that it's all factual. (laughs) That's the funny thing. You don't believe in facts. Okay, great. So don't believe in facts. And we believe that games are supposed to be imaginative and fantastic and get you out of your element. You can explore things like being an elf or being, a, what am I making after the bomb? A duck person or whatever. Uh, we believe in that these games are are something that we all enjoy at the table together in the spirit of the game as that game is presented, and that the games are about escapism, not representation they're about entertainment not your real world activism and about natural organic inclusion not force diversity that is how you enjoy these games and you can check out our links here and some other oh this is our schedule yep we have a schedule stream schedule those purple ones are twitch the uh, red ones are youtube okay Let let me get this stuff up on the screen. Slide this back over here. Oh, got to open this up. Give me my my video. Uh, Did you watch the trailer, Heathen Dog? I did. Okay. So this is... Oh, God! It was loud. I hate autoplay, by the way.
2: Why do you have it on? You can turn off autoplay. I usually do. I don't know why it was on. (laughs) I think
1: it's because I have it set up to do... uh, on a per site basis. Where the hell is my stream yard now? Oh, I've lost stream I can't. Uh, uh, There it is. Oh, I made it really small. That's why. Okay, so put that there. And here we go. We are going to take a first look at this trailer. And uh, by the way, just for anybody who wants to give me a copyright claim, we are going to comment on it. But the only way we can comment on it is by playing it for people. So you're going to have to deal with that. If you give me a copyright claim, I am going to fight you on it. And if you, if you go further with it, I am going to stick my lawyers on you because you're stupid because we're commenting on this. Morons. Uh, Share, share screen. And- oh, wait. We got this no no led zeppelin can be played when it's part of the background here we're commenting on this entire thing in fact we're going to comment on the i'm going to comment on the led zeppelin as well led zeppelin does not get to copyright claim this it's called fair use look it up and i'm not saying that to my chat I'm saying to the people want to copyright uh don't and dragons honor among these. share the audio share I know some people get paranoid about that stuff. I was like, oh my God, we played something like, no, fair use allows me to do commentary on this. I'm sorry that that music is with the video, but I didn't put it in the video and it's actually going to be something that we comment on. So anywho, this is, uh, this is Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, the new video that stars Chris Pine and a few other people, because I don't know anybody else that's in the movie. Okay. Do you know anybody else that's in the movie? No. (laughs) <laughs> well, there we go all right so um we got this guy here and isn't that like uh, rosario dawson or something or whatever the hell her name is No. all i know is this redhead chick is fine she's okay. hot she's definitely hot
2: so well, here we you go like redheads what's that you've always liked redheads well some they're hit and miss <laughs> all right here we go well no, no they've not always liked you <laughs> or been good to you or treat, yeah, there treat you go like that's
1: the way to say it, been good to me because you know anyway <laughs> here we go
2: Dungeons and Dragons here's the thing we're a team of thieves
3: and when you do this you're bound to make enemies
2: sometimes those enemies come looking for revenge
1: now for the sake of you know actually putting commentary on here um, couple of things. I, I
2: really like the fact that they didn't use a fire-breathing dragon. I like that because in in D and D you have all these other different kinds of dragons. Yep. Spew acid, spew ice, spew whatever. And th- this this one looks like some kind of acid goo.
1: Well, uh, see, I, I I I argue that it doesn't look like acid goo to me because why like- are they walking through it?
2: Um, the Does same, same inst- reason that. Does it instantly turn inert when it hits the ground? No, it's it's burning the ground too. You see the the ground. You know they're walking up. through it. <laughs> well, I, I'm, they could be hurt badly and just in shock and trauma. That's what happens when you get acid poured all over you. Here, let me play a couple
1: more seconds of that. Over. Oh, riding his horse! Oh, running across it now. <laughs> bring that back a little bit um but the, the first thing was the whole team of thieves so this is what indiana jones or is this the first dungeons and dragons movie like can, can they cannot come up with uh something else uh it looks like hot tar No, actually that's what i thought as well man of War, i thought it looked like hot tar or pitch uh, but i don't know of a tar dragon is there a tar dragon in 5e
2: there there could be in 5e i don't know
1: that could there could be um, yeah, Did that black dragon just miss everything it was aiming at? Uh, maybe, yeah. Uh, anywho, uh, so far at as of this point, I think it looks neat. The CGI side of it, I think it looks neat. Um, hasn't really given us a premise yet.
2: Yeah, so. I mean, uh, the, the whole the whole gang of thieves thing is very much uh, Conan movies. You know, co- yeah. Uh, I, I yeah, think they yeah, could have got because a because in the first thieves. one too. The first D and D movie. thieves. Yeah.
1: I think They could have gone a different route. I think they could have done something a little more. You know, I, I'm gonna say it they could do something a little bit more traditional. You know, you're, you're a warrior, you're, you're warrior fight, uh, a, war, a warrior, mage, cleric, uh, thief, maybe even. I would like to see somebody do some sort of actual dungeon crawl. You can actually make something like that, uh, like Doom type thing. You can make it interesting. Not that I'm saying the entire movie should be that. I think they could have done something a little more traditional here. And by traditional, I mean traditional D&D, not traditional dumb movie trope that's been done a million times that, uh, oh, look, we get another one of those.
2: Okay, keep going.
1: There's your fire. Truth be told,
3: we helped the wrong person steal the wrong thing.
1: So, about the Led Zeppelin music, do you really think it fits this?
2: No, not at all. I mean, you, th- this is the wrong setting. It's it's the it's it's the wrong wrong you know time period thing. I mean, it, Led Led Zeppelin does not fit in in either the the setting time period or the tone of what they're really going for it's it was the wrong call
0: yeah
1: i actually went back and i watched the tooth the trailer for the 2000 movie and i would say as far as like a soundtrack goes behind the trailer of course it's corny of course has jeremy irons overacting of course it has the dumb comedy and i'm going to talk about that a little bit in this one as well it's it's got that but the background of it was much more inspiring than this one this one makes it seem like, and I'm going to say this again later, but it makes it seem like Guardians of the Galaxy uh, in D&D format. Guardians of the Dungeon. And it starts play. with the music.
2: I see. It. We didn't mean to unleash the greatest evil the world has ever known.
1: It's called a tiefling.
2: <laughs> the greatest evil world's ever known? Yeah. But we're going to fix it.
3: So well, how do we pull that off? Uh, Figure it out over a drink. Probably Michelle Rodriguez. You that's your name. Oh, Michelle,
1: Michelle Rodriguez. You're right. Not Rosario Dawson. Oh my God. You, you're absolutely right. Yep.
3: Hey, give us a fighting chance. We're gonna need strength. You got this, right? I know you don't.
2: We also need courage, magic.
1: Yeah, that because that's in Dungeons and Dragons commonly, right?
2: What magic? A sword that
1: goes flying off.
2: Eh. God damn it,
1: what oh <laughs> wow, that person waited 20 minutes to post that <laughs> Goodbye
4: and you
6: What is that again? It's now there. Ah!
1: And we're going to talk about just so people know, we're going to talk about that. Cause apparently there's a lot of kerfuffle online about a druid turning into an owl bear. And, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that at the end of this. I, yeah. I,
2: I thought they could only turn into non-magical creatures, but I'm not hundred percent. Well, that.
1: in ad and d second edition, it specifically says real world. It uses those words, real world. Okay. It, but I don't know what fifth edition says. And I don't know if you read the long little string last night, uh, no redheads well
2: (laughs) to to some people redheads are like (laughs) flings.
1: my experience with them was that um but uh uh, so yeah we'll we'll talk about that a little bit the the other thing i did want to talk about is i'll no i'll get to that in a little bit because it hasn't happened yet but it yeah we'll talk about the all bear let's go
4: be warned there is evil here. I'm glad he's on our side.
1: So, what's worse, blue lipstick man or vain face man?
2: Blue lipstick man. Think so. Vein, okay. Vain face man could have could have an evil disease in him, and that that's fair. Dude, but you, got blue, it, you blue you missed one is a choice. You chose to look like an idiot, so there you go.
1: Hold on, it's my turn. Do, 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 do. We need to get we need to get some side mods here. Uh, hopefully, I don't act. It's kind of moving kind of quickly there. Hopefully, I didn't block any of you guys. There we go. I think I got them all. All right, thanks for the two dollars, Crafty. I do appreciate it. Yeah, the owl bear does look good. It, uh, I will admit that I thought it did look pretty damn cool. But at this point in time, in 2022, you know what? <laughs> CTI is pretty good right now.
2: Yeah. This one's dangerous. And the obligatory mimic. Yeah, the mimic. Mimic is the stupidest creature ever. It Dumbest was interesting to ever when it was up and put into d d I like
1: it as something niche not as a meme and not in every dungeon and not something that you should have to be careful of all the time it's like a cloaker i actually prefer cloakers to mimics i I get the point of it the point of it is a haha surprise fine but oh my god they're way overused but you know they had to put it in here for some sort of weird comic relief
3: but whatever happens
1: (laughs) did you see that no let's let's play that again watch where they
2: dive oh, in the gelatinous cube. yeah that's not well you know what and think of it this way all right you're fighting a displacer beast right mm-hmm. he's coming at you you're you're probably gonna die in the next two seconds but inside a gelatinous cube you'll die in two weeks you have more than two seconds that means you have time to make another plan <laughs> i guess that's what they're thinking yeah, that's
1: not good thinking because you don't no, just escape no. from a gelatinous cube. <laughs> like, Fair. Otherwise, you wouldn't find gelatinous cubes with uh, with the body parts and uh, parts, pieces of armor, and so forth in them. Diving inside a gelatinous cube is not. A... Now, I would. L- I hope that they do this uh, displacer beast correctly. I, you know, actually, let me scroll back here because well, displacer beasts are kind of big. Here we go. So the party's that big. I want to get right. I want to get the one that's actually showing me for kind of the preview. That Displacer Beast looks like it might be a bit too big. I don't know.
2: Well, it, if, it's also, a, it, it could be all perspective. You don't know.
1: It could be. You're right. You're right. It, it could be. Because they're a little bit bigger than normal. Uh, because Gelatinous pad-
2: Cube should be bigger too. but
1: Well, Gelatinous Cube is based on age category, or how old it is. Oh, fair. Okay. But, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Anywho, uh, that does seem like a mighty big uh, displacer beast. But one of the things is we covered the displacer beast what like two years ago as a, in our uh, when we covered a bunch of different animals. And what is one thing we learned about them? They hate life. <laughs> they hate people. So yeah. it being angry like that makes perfect sense. All right. So let's uh, let that go on.
2: We'll be ready.
6: That exactly you bring to this? I'm a planner. I make plans. You've already made the plan. So if the
3: existing plan fails, I make a new plan.
6: So you make plans that fail? No. He also plays
3: the loot.
2: Not relevant. Okay. Stop it. That is really the only interesting, the only truly interesting thing about this trailer is the fact that it seems that Chris Pine, the main character, is going against type instead of being the warrior. He's a bard.
1: He's going to charm the dragon,
2: I guess, or maybe he's a barred thief. I don't know, but definitely not a fighter class, which, which is the only thing going against type. My problem with Chris Pine is not the, uh, the, the roles he takes because he's not stupid. He takes roles. He can do why, because he can't act. He can only act (laughs) by, he can only act like himself so he takes roles that exemplify that which is smart i wonder how he's going to go against type by not playing the main fighter character in this movie how is he going to like like just like a bard re- re- relegated to to the back of the bus like every bard in history <laughs> how is he going to act that i don't know i'm i want to find out I, I,
1: I don't. Okay. I mean, I, I have no interest in this movie whatsoever. Um, First of all, everybody knows my feelings about tieflings. They should never be player characters. They're half demon. They should be killed. And don't give me this nonsense of uh, of it's modern D&D, because I'm going to cover that in a little bit when we're actually done talking about the trailer. Uh, as, far as, as far as the
0: owl There's thing. There's only one
2: good tiefling that has ever existed. Who? Merlin.
1: Merlin was a tiefling?
2: In okay. the yeah, in the in the A D D second edition uh legends and lore book, Merlin was the product of a female human woman and a male demon, but he was saved because he was super blessed in the womb before he was born to to su- to suppress the, the demonic essence. So he's the only good tiefling. All the other tieflings are evil.
1: I say all of them are evil. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what happens when you're, when you're half demon, you know, the, the demon half doesn't just all of a sudden subside and be like, I can be good. No, it's, it's yeah. demon. You're a demon. Uh, but uh, uh, even even outside, I get it. You know what? Tieflings have been in as player characters since third edition. I know somebody's going to argue with me and say, well, actually, second edition, no, there are monsters in second edition. Anybody who added them as a player character did so stupidly. It's in a Planescape book. Yeah, some random Planescape book. Planescape was crap anyway. So, uh, and again, we'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> We're going to segue this into a few things. But as far as the trailer goes, I just find it uninspiring. That That's all I see. I just see, like some people have said, the Marvel movies. I liked guardians of the galaxy because guardians of the galaxy was guardians of the galaxy. I didn't like it when that stuff infected. I also liked, um, uh, what's the movie with the dude with the acid on his face? Uh, not daredevil. Um, uh, Deadpool. I like Deadpool, oh, Deadpool. as well, cancer, uh, but that actually cancer, oh, cancer. Okay. But that, that's because it's, you know, it's niche. It's in that, but you know, putting that in everything. I don't want to see that in my D and D. Yes. I want my D and D to be serious. Yes. Look in the camera, and this is going to come up later. I want my DD to be Lord of the Rings. Now, it doesn't, have, again, it doesn't have to be exactly Lord of the Rings. That's been done. But in that tone, in that mindset. This, uh, this weird action nonsense. To be fair, I hated the first Dungeons & Dragons movie. Uh, Blue Lip Man was so stupid that uh, I could barely sit through it. I think I watched it with you guys. Uh, I know I watched it when I was in the Air Force, so I can't remember with whom. But... Uh, no, I, I have I have no interest in this. And tieflings, you know what? They have no souls. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's perfect that you have a ginger playing one. But Did yeah, I mean, sh-
2: uh, not crawl. No, that's too comic cu- too a, comic-y. Yeah, from a uh, from the trailer. I so we have a bard, possibly bard rogue, in Chris Pine. We have a barbarian in Michelle Rodriguez, seemingly because she was very very violent and didn't seem to have any kind of uh I thought I thought she was a dwarf or something nope she's just short no oh. chris and chris pine's tall <laughs> so <laughs> you know there's that and uh it seemed like the there was the the shapeshifter i don't know what that i don't know i see druid see is it is it a druid or is it just like a shapeshifter race cuz i'm sure there's some of those too in in 5e
1: well, this is the list here. The main characters are bard, barbarian, paladin, druid, and sorcerer.
2: Okay, I was right. Bard, barbarian, paladin, druid, sorcerer. Okay, sorcerer, fine with the with the magic dude. But paladin, where was the paladin? The dude that had his sword
1: uh launched into space.
2: <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. Well, he he uh, he uh, did not. Uh, his his character did not come out prominently in the trailer. Let's say that.
1: Cisno? About this movie is there are people who want the film to end up being Darkness Rising. They want the Princess Bride. Yeah, I don't want the Princess Bride. The Princess no, Bride no, was no, its own no, thing. No, no.
4: That Seriously. that's
1: like saying for for the Marvel cinematic universe, uh what's oh my god. Um it's a movie, this little guy just saved your life. Um that the, the spoof of, of the comic book movies, uh the phoenix mr furious i cannot think oh, of mystery oh, men uh, mystery men mystery man yes. yeah that's that's like saying we want dean to be mystery man. no we want dean no. d to be something
2: that people can latch no, dragon onto. slayer dragon slayer from the 80s perfect,
1: perfect. i remember that one
2: oh my god okay uh the whole premise is there's this old wizard and uh he has an apprentice the apprentice isn't that great but this isn't the sean connery one is it no it is not oh, okay. the sean connery one but uh, the old wizard knew that that an, 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 a very old dragon has awakened on the other side of the continent and he can't make the trip. So he he gets himself killed, puts his essence in his magical uh, magical amulet and has the apprentice go to this place where he, he reincarnates out of the amulet, fights the dragon. But sure, he's an 18th level wizard, but an 18th level wizard versus a very old dragon, guess what? Very old dragon's probably still going to win. And the, the fight was super cool. The, the dragon took some damage. The wizard took some damage. But the, the, then the wizard, you know, enacted his trap. He knew it was a one-way trip. And so when the amulet was smashed, his body, which was from the amulet, would explode. So he made sure that he was in the clutches of the dragon. So, when so you're, you're
1: showing a heroic journey. Yes,
2: a heroic journey.
1: Not just just stealing something, you know, to to be It's a
2: whole storyline, you know, from start to finish. And it's it's gritty, it's dark, it's dirty. It is an adventure. I'm going to be honest.
1: I want to see Dragonlance Chronicles. Done like this, not that dumb cartoon they had a few years ago. I, I, you know, again, you don't have to do it exactly by the books. You don't have to call it Dragonlance Chronicles, but something like that. That is what I am looking for. So to finish this up here, a movie perspective to uh, to players at table. If this is what players want at the table, this is why D and D five e is trash. Like if you want to play Princess Bride at the table, no, that's a comedy show. That's a spoof, and I like it. Don't get me wrong. Just you know, Holy Grail, Mystery Men, whatever. I like those kind of things. They're, they're What was a uh, what's the name of that uh, um, TV show that was on for like one or two seasons about ten years ago? I God I had a name this long. God, I, I forget what the hell it is. But it, but it spoofed these type of shows, these type of George R. R. Martin type stuff. No, I I want something meaningful not Seriously. cartoonish uh but it's for children okay i, I want to can i debunk that now or do you want me to wait no go ahead Have fun. This whole this whole nonsense that this stuff is for children is partially true that's probably who they're marketing to because they are children themselves and it's not about being a children because a uh, child because we play these games but they have to understand that there's a nostalgia aspect to it sure getting children involved in them playing role-playing games is great but there are 40 50 60 year old men a lot of people from the original dungeons dragons crew in the 70s are dead what well, we hold on to these things because we're fans i'm going to get into fandom stuff later on as well the point that i'm making for the, this the short point that i want to make is the fact that um, it can't just be for kids they could try to but it can't be because we have been following these games and we've been playing these things for many years and we're still in the hobby
0: Sure, 30 years ago, it might have been for kids because adults weren't playing these things at that time. What? I oh, know you're muted. I I have one thing to say. What are the odds that, uh, that
2: this movie is going to be rated G? Oh, none. Zero, exactly. The best it can be is PG or PG-13. Guess what? That's not kids. So I'm sorry, you're 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 not you're not hitting it for a 10 year old or a nine year old or eleven year old. Sorry. Thir- Thirteen minimum is is uh, is what you're shooting for here. And uh YouTube says that they're they no longer have to be on YouTube kids. They could be on straight YouTube. <laughs> like <laughs> all of us adults. Um, so I, yeah, all told though.
1: I, I thought the trailer looked good. I think so. somebody posted a chat the chat was going by pretty quickly. Somebody posted in their talk about how the uh, creatures in there actually look like creatures. I agree. I, I will, I thought the dragons, I thought everything looked cool. Uh, yeah. I, I had a little bit of a, of a, what the hell was that moment with that teleportation or whatever it was.
2: Yeah. But, the, 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 the red guy, the guy yeah, yeah. teleported like, yeah, I don't know what that was either. But, but.
1: Uh, but other than that, fine. If that's just how they want to do the CGI on it, I thought that looked good. My, my thing is uh, you're doing a story that's already been done a hundred times. Well, oh, hero's journey story has been done a hundred times. Yeah. But you can make up new hero's journeys uh you you're the music in the background made it seem Wrong. too quirky again it was just yeah. it, very guardians of the galaxy yep. um it gave me no inspiration to want to see it at all none literally none uh you know you could say well just, max you're just saying it's not my D. well i mean it isn't but i'm not even going to argue about the tiefling being in there other than my what i said before because of the fact that you know that is five E, right? I mean, that started with thirty, really. So uh, you know, it, you just got to expect it. That's what's going to be there. Hey, I'm happy they had a white guy in there. <laughs> you know, uh. So what? What are what are your? Because uh, I because I got a little bit of a rant I want to go on. What What are your final? Uh, or what are your thoughts just on the trailer
2: itself? Okay. Um, just by going going from what I saw in the trailer, like you said, it seems exciting seems like the the production values high uh the the background music was a horrible choice but it didn't give me a sense that the story is going to be good it's just gonna be fun yeah yeah it's it at best you're going to come out of it saying ah, i didn't waste my hour and a half that
1: that to me is one thing i hate bob used to do this shit all the time it wasn't a good me but it was a fun movie well then it was a shitty movie <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, uh, I mean, th- th- again, that's that's my take. I did like Lord of the Rings, even with the changes in it as a movie, because those changes, while yes, we can quibble about those things, I-, I get it. I know people want things to be curious. I've liked some of the Marvel movies. I've disliked other ones, but I have a different feel of those things. I liked the first season of Game of Thrones because it followed the books. Every season, it got more and more away from the books, and I stopped watching after like season four or five. I definitely didn't watch to the end. Um, you know, there's a... Uh, I like my stuff to be a little bit more gritty and down to earth, a little bit more serious. And that's just that's how I like it. So th- this has nothing. There's nothing that I want. It's definitely not the type of adventures that I would run in my games. So it, it's, right. I, I, I'll watch it when watch, it goes to your kiddo
2: says uh, hour and a half. Good luck. There's no way this isn't two and a half hours. Then it's going to be Dances with Dragons.
1: <laughs> i mean i like longer movies and i'd actually respect it if it's longer but i don't think so because most movies uh especially these type of movies are hour and a half hour 45 minutes tops but we'll see we'll see <clears throat> they have not been erased since 1994 stop it they were an NPC in the uh, in the stupid uh, uh, Planescape box set. They were not a player character class. And you're going to point out a book. Nobody plays with that. That's like saying 2.5 is D- D&D. It's not. Those black books, you burn them. That's all you do with them. They're not D&D. If you play a tiefling, you're a bad person. That's like saying GIF are player characters. GIF are not player characters. I didn't say GIF. I said GIF. See where I'm going with this? It, oh, that's like saying scroll are player characters. Scrow are not player characters. Just because you spell orc backward does not make it smart. No. Um anywho. So, do, 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 uh, so uh what if let's 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 start with this one. Let's get let's keep on, on track with the owl bear. So there's been some kerfuffle out there, and I'm gonna put uh this up for just a second. If basically if you play Planescape. Uh, you play crap DD. It's not DD. It's cartoon bullshit nonsense that led into third edition. Planescape is shit. It's literal shit. Somehow pressed into paper form. Um where's my link? There it is.
4: <clears throat>
1: I can't trust anybody that likes Planescape. This is why I don't trust Randy from Biggest Geeks. Um there we go. Boom. We're going to put this up. I think Crafty found this, if I remember correctly. Just zoom in on that so you guys can see it, and then I will share it. This Lukewarm D&D take. Okay, he's trying to be a hipster there with a the little lukewarm thing. If your DM doesn't allow you to shapeshift him to an bear, find a new DM. So keep looking, then. <laughs> because in AD&D 2nd edition, it's very clear. Real-world animal. So, uh, what are your thoughts about
2: uh, about the well, owlbear? I, you know what? I I am under no illusion that this is not based on fifth edition. I'm under no illusion whatsoever. So, I don't know. I've never played with. I have never played a druid in fifth edition. Can they turn into al bears? If if Watsy third edition says so, and that's what the movie's based on, then okay. Now would,
1: I, uh, what what would you say about artistic license?
2: I would have liked the owlbear to not be white. I'd like it to be brown.
0: Are they supposed like to be brown?
2: It, yeah, they're supposed to be brown. Okay. But uh other than that. I thought it I thought it looked fine. So cr- not exactly cr- my mental image of an owlbear, but close enough to where I'd say yeah. that's an owlbear.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I knew what yeah. it was when I when I saw it right there and when yeah. he said that's an owlbear. Okay, yeah. Um, so so there are a couple of schools of uh schools of thought uh so I, I wrote down some notes because i wanted to i didn't know which week uh, chat was going to go i didn't know what you were going to say uh so druids cannot in ad and d second edition crafty just confirmed fifth edition turn into an owlbear and uh any dm who allows it is a commie why because apparently if you don't allow somebody to turn into a shapeshifter or into a owlbear you're a nazi so that just makes you a commie then so we, we two could play this game um it says natural real-world animals only. That is not a natural real-world real animal. Um, it's a lack of magic does not inherently make it a real-world animal.
2: No, actually, I think owl bears were created by magical, like, Sith alchemy yeah, it, or whatever.
1: I think I remembered something like that as yeah, well. Like I, that. I didn't like look it up. But it's, they were made it, to
2: fight. In and, and they, of itself, they were, they were though, it's not a magical magic. creature. No, no, but it was a creature created by yeah. magic, so it's not a natural creature. And uh, based on the
1: conversations we had last night, uh, just because a real world bear is statistically more powerful does not justify it automatically uh, allowing it for the druid. Well, you know, you could turn into a real bear and be more powerful. So why not an old bear? That's not the point. A druid is a creature or is a character class of the natural world. A wizard is a creature of the magical world. So an owl bear is a monster not of the real world, specifically says again in ADD second edition, real world. It doesn't exist in the real world, therefore a druid cannot turn into it. It's a very simple equation. That's it. There doesn't have to be any other reason. I don't care how powerful it is. I don't care how weak it is. What the hell? Turn into a slod. Why? Well, it's much weaker than an owl bear. A single slot? Oh, that that's nothing. Well, well uh, turn into a boulet. No, I don't call it boulet because it's not spelled that way. Uh it turned turn to a land shark. It doesn't have any magical abilities. It's just a land shark. No. No, you can't do that. Uh, thoughts? No, I, I have nothing on that. I mean, yeah. But not, now that I've said that, I really don't care. <laughs> if you want yeah, people to I turn mean, into an owlbear in your game, yeah, turn I an don't owl care.
2: In your movie, that's fine. I don't care. Just, uh, you know, if, if if it starts, if it starts some kind of uh, druids can turn into owlbear movement, I'm going to laugh my ass off, but... Yeah. Other than that, I, I mean, if you want again, I, I you know, I was <laughs> on our Discord. I had to send a message okay, to a
1: couple people. Hang on, of people. hang on,
2: hang on. I've said this, and after the bomb, I got to say it again: you cannot be racist against an animal. I'm a speciesist. Humans forever. If you're not human, you're not right. That's it. That's all.
1: You know so somebody that I, I work with saw you saw that short where we did that you can't be racist against a dog thing and talk to me about it <laughs> he liked it like but uh Good. yeah um so so that that's the owl bear thing uh i've got i've got some notes on it. so no to, to be honest and i, I want to be very clear about this if you if you let people turn into owl bears in your game that's fine i don't really care what the rules say it's you could argue that it's natural enough. Now, I also will tell you in my game, no, because I'm very strict about that. The fact that you are a a, uh, a character class of the natural world, and then why wouldn't you just turn into a regular bear if it is more powerful? You know, doesn't make any sense. No, you don't. You don't get to be something weird just because. But it doesn't have any magic powers, so that doesn't mean anything. Uh, a bullet doesn't, a doesn't have any creature. magical powers either. What's that?
2: Doesn't mean it's a natural creature. Right? Of the real
1: world. I mean, the literal words, real world, are used in second edition ad and I don't know if Ivy says because I don't play Um... Now, there there are other things that are, are being talked about with regard to this. Like, oh, toxic fans are out there. You got the old grognards bitching about everything. You got the new fans saying, oh, this is great. This is horrible, blah, blah, blah. You know, just talking up shit. Oh, like, why didn't Watsi do more diversity? And the grognards saying, oh, how, ca- how could they have turned a, uh, uh, put a tiefling in there or some nonsense like that? Well, first of all, 5e has tieflings. You just got to get over it. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it either. And like if it, you do like it, it. it, you're a bad person, and I and I seriously mean that. You're a bad person if you like TFL.
2: Don't like it, don't play it. But it exists, you know. Yeah. If you know, if you want to put your head in the sand, that's fine. Yeah. But they exist.
1: It's like so. Tabaxi and Dragonborn and all this other nonsense. If I wanted to play After the Bomb, I'd play After the Bomb, not Dungeons and Dragons. That right. shit doesn't belong in D and D. Fine, your homebrew world, that's your business. But they don't belong in core D and D. And half demons should be killed on sight. So, but. Fans have opinions. Fans are supposed to cheer. You're supposed to cheer when something is awesome. Not just sit back, look, oh, I liked it. You don't have to like it, but I like it. No, you sit there and say, good job. I love that movie. I love that show. Uh, whatever it happens to be. I mean, a lot of people do that with Marvel. I, I hear so many fights for the Marvel side. It doesn't match comic books. Well, as a non-comic book reader, it doesn't bother me, although I understand that side and I agree with that side. But others are like, man, it was such an awesome movie. I hope you go see it, da, da, da. That's how you're supposed to be as a fan. You know what you're also supposed to be as a fan? Hmm. Um, You you're fucking with my hobby, Star Trek. You're fucking with my my past. You're fucking with things that I grew up with, Star Wars. And as a fan, you are absolutely allowed to bitch about these things. You don't have to sit here and just be like, you know what? It's gone past me. No, fuck them. It hasn't gone past me. They're retards and they need to be called retards. Stop paying these people. Stop buying their shit. Stop going to see this movie. Well, I saw it anyway, even though I knew I wasn't going to like it. What the fuck is wrong with you? Give me the money then. Just hand it to me because I've got better things I can do with it. I can pay my house bill or, or, or I don't know, buy a repair or some shit, you know, but, but if you're just going to waste it on, Ooh, you know, but fans are supposed to cheer and fans are supposed to bitch. That's what fans do. And it doesn't matter what you're a fan of, but you know what, you know, what's not a fan. Somebody that comes in thrup, Dungeons and Dragons, you're all racist. You're all wrong. We're going to change it all. That's not a fan because you came in from the outside you had nothing to do with it you kicked over our stuff and just said we're gonna make this change and uh, uh what did i say here uh da-da-da-da. oh fan- yeah i already said that uh, so oh yeah you're not a bigger person might be physically bigger fat ass but you're not a bigger person just because you've moved on or because I can still play my games, yeah, I've, I can play all my old edition games. But maybe we like to support the hobby. Maybe we like to support uh, uh, these newer ones. Maybe we actually enjoy the growth of the hobby. But you're a fucktard. You come in and project all your racism. Well, grungers are racist because they. Ble- no, you're literally projecting. If you see orcs as black people. We use some of the words as black people. Well, guess what? English language is somewhat limited. If you if you see uh uh, uh oh, was it uh, oh bad DMs for not allowing owlbears? If you see, uh, well, you killed your player character, so that means you want to kill people in real life. That's something that's been out there. If you oh, see, stop Co- it. You don't think that's been out there? No. It, it, Crafty, can you find that one too? I call bullshit.
2: <laughs> I, I, I call bullshit on that one.
1: Okay, you can call bullshit on there. It, it's been out there, and I know we can find it. I don't know if we can find it in the stream, but we, I'll, I'll find it for you. There's the people who said that if you believe in killing characters in the game, that it's okay to do that, then you are nothing short of a murderer yourself. That that you have fantasies of these, and if you believe, because it, it's projection on their part, and if you believe that uh, what was I going to do? Is it race? Is a murder? Oh, and if you believe that by having games where empires, the the proverbial mongol hordes or the zulu tribes or the roman empire or the the hundred years war between the french and the english but that's just western colonialism then you don't understand humanity at all because it happened everywhere look at the aztecs and the incas look at uh, look at uh, the aborigines look at anywhere in the human world it was all there that's not colonialism that's just what happens and usually it's based off of not always but usually it's based off of needs for resources because you keep growing and you need more resources. Keep growing, need more resources. It's kind of a weird thing that happens here. We keep yeah. growing and we keep needing more resources. Weird. Um, so that's not colonialism. That's how you have a good story. It doesn't have to be the only part of it, but it is almost, it's almost one of the better hooks to a story. Something evil, something different, something whatever is coming in. And now the outskirts there's a border skirmish could it be the undead versus the living could it be the orcs versus the humans could it be an evil cult that now wants to to move on hell could it be just another boring ass empire out there yes but those are all natural part of good story and and this is right here this this is actually yeah what they're thinking right now. utopia or you evil and we're going to get into that we are actually going to talk about that a little bit i think Ethan Dog might be waiting for that portion of it but i, I had I'm a couple for it. <laughs> but fair um yeah, uh, here you go. Talk to Garthon about this. He was our comic book reviewer. Ethan Van Skyver talks about how this happened, how it actually happened, how they infiltrated in and yeah. took over.
2: Yeah, um, no, uh, Garthon went from when when we started, when when it was me and me and him on the uh, on the Legion Myth live stream was that two thousand and sixteen.
1: Uh, somewhere around. When did I go to Germany? I went to Germany in 2015. So it had started by
2: then. I don't know what, when you first got out there. It was just me and him. I think it was 2016. Probably right. So we we did that for two, two and a half years. And in that time, he went from having uh, uh, a, a comic pull of 14, 12 to 14 books a week to two. Yeah, and, and one of the reasons he told me... I mean,
1: obviously, I know that I sparked some of the problem as to why he didn't want to do it anymore, because I had, <laughs> had requirements. But uh, some of it was that he was having a hard time finding a book. He was not finding books that he wanted to read anymore. His favorite comic
2: book, uh, Captain America, was destroyed, basically. Yeah. Batman was was murdered. Yeah. Not,
1: oh, look what well, they did to Superman Batman. recently. They cucked him. Superman, yeah. They pegged him. <laughs> I, um, so anyway, so whether it's comics, movies, books, or franchises of any sort, when the author producer, yada, 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 whatever goes down an asinine road, we have both the right and the obligation to bitch about just as when you see something you thoroughly enjoy, you have the right and the obligation to cheer about it. That is what being part of a fandom uh, means. And don't let anybody tell you that, Oh, you can't do that. You can't, you're a bad person to do that. There's no fucking high road in this shit. There's only fat shows on the internet who want to say stupid shit. And uh, yeah, and yeah, wouldn't they do something good? Cheer for them. All right. Um, I'm not, I don't want to talk about that now. And I think we talked about that. Is that everything? No, there's one thing I'm missing. I know I'm missing. I don't care about the tiefling comment. Oh, oh. all right. I do want to talk about this one other one. It's because it's related to the movie. So uh, people say, and we kind of talked about this, so we hit on this a moment ago, but uh, people say that a Watsi wants to target the children or hasbro or whomever because it's the market i mean look mcdonald's did it mcdonald's did it a lot too if you remember the ronald mcdonald characters that was yep. to target the children to get them to say mom i want mcdonald's i want mcdonald's and i don't necessarily see a problem with that in terms of a business model to grow and oh. dnd it's also been said for at least a couple years here uh D is a uh it's a brand that's been mostly nowadays, at least in the 5e version, played by college-age kids and high school kids. At least that's what uh, apparently their analytics say. Uh, but that's but ultimately, that's only potentially true. Because that's like saying that cartoons are only for children. Something I used to say. Cartoons are only for children. Only children should watch cartoons. Um, say that to uh, Rick and Morty. Say that to uh, South Park. Uh, One of the ones that I'm told a lot, and I don't watch it, is apparently Spongebob is enjoyed by uh, children and adults
2: for completely different reasons. I don't know. I don't watch it. uh, You you know how how a lot of Disney movies have some adult content slipped in there that would go completely over a kid's head, but an adult will get? You've heard of that, right? Yeah. Well, Spongebob does it even more, like all the time, because they know... That the kid's going to sit there, watch Spongebob every damn day. There's got to be something for adults in it. There's got to be something that the adult gets and the kid doesn't to make the adult, huh, I got that. And <laughs> you didn't cause you're a little brat, you know, like for, for, you know, for making me watch this, that this, this is, this is your reward. You you get the, you get the secret Easter egg stuff for adults.
1: Sorry, this is kind of an important message. Um, so so not everything that's for children has to be completely devoid of adult content and you can also market dungeons and dragons for children and market dungeons and dragons for adults hell i'll use something that one of heathen dogs most watched videos hero kids hero kids is definitely marketed towards kids oh yeah and it is a good kids game check it out hero Kids. But Dungeons and Dragons itself, where you have dragons flying overhead, spitting acid on people. (laughs) When you have uh, undead, when you have all types of little politics and so forth that are in it. I don't necessarily think that's marketed towards kid or or fully marketed towards kid. It can be.
2: And the apparently amazing amounts of violence that uh, that that is in every adventure game. So, yeah, there's that, too.
1: so it can be a children's game but it doesn't have to be. And remember there are those of us who have been playing this since the eighties that, you know, it's okay to keep your nostalgia. As long as you're paying your bills, spending time with your family, you know, being a productive member of society, literally nothing wrong with you playing with, with, uh, is it, uh, uh, playing games of make believe with little metal dolls and clickety clack math rocks. None whatsoever how you spend your time is your business and this is how you want to do it this is how you do it and it doesn't matter if you're 40 60 20 whatever so to say that it's only for children no that's that's bullshit and uh lastly yeah there are those of us who have played since the 80s some of you even longer and we're actually a pretty large market see like i just got can't see it um but i just got a second edition battletech box because while i own everything for battletech second edition in terms of like the box set my book itself was was ripped up and i didn't like the condition that it was in i found one on ebay for a steal for a steal and so i got it and i actually got uh i got three monopoly houses with it apparently too oh nice (laughs) that was in the little box so i don't even care if it's missing everything else the book for it is in pristine condition and and that that's what i needed so uh yeah we can still play our stuff from the 80s that's fine but we have to either look at something like dungeons dragons movie and say is this for us is it not is it for kids is it not and here's what i want to tell everybody out there if you think the movie's going to be whatever go fucking watch it if that's what you think but if you think it's if you don't think it's gonna be good don't wait to wait till it's on (laughs) heathen dogs plex server no uh wait till it's uh uh, you know don't don't give them the money if you think you will like it then you should go watch it there's nothing you do you so and uh yeah and finally the last comment i put on here that i put in little quotes here is there's no aging out of dungeons and dragons and anybody who even implies that there is is full of shit. that's somebody who's just as upset as us but has decided to give up and be like well whatever so <laughs> rp darkest dungeon by the way this is going to trigger heathen dog but the, i don't know did you did you but wait, wait hold on. did you watch friday's chill stream nope okay i, I saw that part di- of it and i was like nope it's a whole different meaning to this <laughs> i actually nope. looked to see if
2: i could back it it says back you know, late backing open it's not
1: and I'm not going to say. Actually, uh,
2: I uh, what what I did was uh, I I went back and I started I started the the Friday chill stream. And uh, I was like, I I do not have time to watch this seven hour stream. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play it in the background at half speed. Half speed or twice speed? Half speed. You know <laughs> why? Because if you play something at half speed, it doubles the watch time. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> Because I'm watching it twice as hard. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Does it actually work like that in the analytics? Yes.
1: That'd be interesting. Okay. Yes, it does. That's funny. Um, I'm going to save my last little rant to see if it comes up with our next part. Cause I want to get to our next part. So we're not just talking about it. anything you want to follow up with that one. So my, my point with this is that uh, I'm not going to say anything beyond this way. There are people out there who think that if you complain about it, it's moved past you. And to be fair, there are people on our side who say that if you complain about it, you're just giving them, uh, just giving a press, just giving a press. Well, it's the 800 pound gorilla? Anything to add? Or are you good?
2: Um, I didn't see any, any overt sexism that that is that is that's prevalent in uh in Watsy third edition i i didn't see any of that in the trailer so yeah i'm okay
1: okay uh, generally speaking i thought the trailer looked good it just looked like it was gonna be a fun little movie and uh, that that's the part that that lost me i like my yeah, dndb like i said it,
2: it didn't didn't give me the sense of a good story
1: yeah okay So now we're going to segue this just a little bit here. Uh, I had a heathen dog, and I'm going to say this right now. RPG Pundit has a much better video than what we're going to talk about, but I wanted to talk about it conceptually, uh, about the Radiant Citadel. I already forgot the full name of the Radiant Citadel. Oh my
2: god, no, I'm sorry. I got to show this. It hurts me to show this, but I got to show it.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Uh, had a long-time player get woke by his new wife when he showed up at the last game, saying he's non-binary and wanted to work it into the story that someone. Oh. No. No. Um, I actually lost a really good friend because his wife wokeified him.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Uh, there's something I want to put up here. There you go. <laughs> right, take, take this, here. Let me take this down. Click. There you go. So you can see all that
1: escapism, not representation. There, that's that's the only one that needs to actually be read. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, yeah. It's gonna be a popcorn flick. Personally, I don't watch too many popcorn flicks. That's just not my taste in things. I know they're popular for some people, but I, you know what,
3: t-
2: I I like me a B movie. You know, when I want to sit down and just kind of like turn my brain off, I'll watch you know Big Jugs from Space or or Creep Show or I've seen what's on your Plex, dude. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, or Zombie Holocaust or uh uh uh, cannibal king or whatever you know like dumb dumb movie like that i'll sit down and watch it i'll have a good time you know i know it's gonna suck that's part of the charm sometimes i'm into that and maybe th- when i'm into that one moment i'll watch this movie you know maybe when i'm in that headspace i'll watch this movie but if i want something that you know that will make me think you know, I, I I go for more serious movies, you know, like what I was saying before, Dragon Slayer or 2001 or Lord of the Rings or uh, several other movies I, I'm blanking on right now. But, you know, so, something that the story is more developed, more nuanced and actually, you know, makes me think, impacts me. That's what I usually look for in a movie. But like I said, so, sometimes you just want to have some popcorn and zone out. You know, okay. I get it.
1: Uh, so Crafty has got a little disagreement already. He said, you read the page, uh, read the page and read it. Citadel. It's bad, but Pundit explained a lot of nonsense. It just really wasn't there. The thing is, I've heard this from
2: more yeah, than yeah, just Pundit. That, that was my thing. That was my thing. In that whole video you show me, which, which part of it we're probably going to see is uh, the the book wasn't there because from, for, is the book even out yet? not fully know well no, I think not, it's not, an
1: online thing after he sent me some screenshots of it um the, but the thing is is all four points that he made I didn't want to even really get into is one point in particular that people have been unless unless all these people are wrong which is possible it's the internet a lot of times people you know, as as a package are wrong uh but there is one aspect it was really it was the first thing that he talked about. And I've heard this from a lot of people, which is there are that the entire book was written by, and the entire book internally is nothing but uh, there are no white people. Let's just put it that way.
2: Yeah, all people of color. That is by definition racist. Racist. Yep. By definition, pe- uh, white people were excluded purposefully from this project. No matter no matter their skill level or ability, they were purposefully excluded. That is the textbook definition of racism, but it's okay because it's against white people.
1: Yeah. As far as the other takes that Pundit had, what was it? Um, something about police
2: yeah, the whole and police bad economies home. or something uh, that, that, that wasn't the I, part of- I want to, I want to read that. You know, I, I want to actually read the, read the pages about that because for uh, if, if, if half of what he said about that was true, then this is a this is not 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 just a lefty Marxist utopia it would actually devolve into full on communist bullshit.
1: Oh so now uh, Maliki's saying that there was a white person on the co-lead was the only white person that worked on the book. Okay. That well, probably where that's... the money came from. Boom oh <laughs> wow uh yep see that the, was racist yeah as as far as that goes like like every everybody in there uh, apparently in there and again i've been seeing this on twitter i've had people send me discord messages uh, i i haven't read it i don't know how true this is i'm just basing it on how the fallout is happening so far everything about it is people of color everything about it is uh uh, uh it's just non-white everything about apparently the lands that you can go to are are non-western european whatever which to be fair i don't care about it. in fact i don't care how many portals there are let's say there's 30 portals i, I I think somebody said like I think 27, 27 yeah 27 but or something like that. but let's just say there's 30. i don't care if each and every one of them goes to something weird unique and different like to the point of you know this is a world of all storms this is a world of mushroom people this is what i mean i don't care um,
2: all rocket there, raccoons okay yeah
1: all, all rocket raccoons there you go uh that that doesn't bother me so what does bother me is when you're going to make it human that mysteriously all white people are gone because that's just as racist as saying all black people are gone. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, th- th- I definitely had a problem with that. And and one of the comments that I saw was artistic license. Oh, this is artistic license. They get to do this because of artistic license. And if it's a realm, like was it, what's the, the African realm in D&D called Chul or something like that? Not chult that's that's venture stuff but if that was like chul or ca- crawl I, I forget what it's called i didn't play on it but uh so artistic license is a cop-out answer and and a lazy response you're just trying to hide the racism is in, in there because there's no artistic license for not understanding or to conform to already established published lore it's also no artistic license to race and gender swap known and named NPCs. And I'm looking at Ravenloft as the example for this one. What I'm trying to show is that there's a track record of this nonsense going on. And it seems like they finally made it to the end. They finally made it to the end where they erased white people. No, you didn't. Uh, and, and there's no artistic license to assume or say that your way is better just because it's new and different. Chult, there we go. Yeah. So uh, Again, we're talking D&D. And in D and D, they're well. It depends which edition. They're either pink and brown or they're green. Uh, Crafty sent you this probably the same pages he sent me, but I don't think that was the the whole book that uh, that was there. At least it didn't read like a whole book. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> but I, I I looked at some of it on uh, on Friday, but ultimately. Because uh, the part that you're probably going to uh, look at now, Heathen Dog, it goes in there, talks about when you can have other cultures in there, you can have a things, but make sure that you don't harm anybody in the real world. Fuck off! You can't
2: harm somebody in the real world. The you Vistan- can't harm anyone with words written on a page. You know what? I've I've read the Bible. I didn't. I don't buy it. It didn't harm me. I've 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 read well half, I guess half. Of the of the uh, Karl Marx's bullshit book. Before I went, this is a joke, but it didn't harm me. Words on a paper can't actually harm you. If they do, you're a child, a small child that doesn't understand what's real and what's not. Are you also afraid of things under your bed? Probably so. You you uh, do you, do you have to have the closet door closed because you're afraid something's going to creep out of it? You're a child. You should be treated as such if words on a paper or, or people acting on a screen hurt you, like actually cause you trauma. You don't deserve to be called an adult.
1: Yeah. The the um, Esmeralda uh, was that the, the family. It's like Falcon something. I forget. I, I used to know Raven left fairly well, but it's been a been long years um, the whole Adam thing, the whole, uh, we t- we talked about that like a year ago, though, uh, was was retconned as well. It's like, they keep retconning these things. Like, no, don't retcon, don't change what's already there. Use it and then build upon it. But if we let them control language, they control the discussion. This is why I bitch about that topic that I bitch about. One of, well, there's more than just that one, but you get what I'm saying. The, why I'm always harping on that one. If we let them destroy history, they control the future. All this stuff that's happening with this nonsense is them just taking a real-world agenda, plugging into a game, and affecting your hobby. And let's be honest, uh, hobbies, culture, whatever you want to call it, are downstream for politics. It becomes the world you live in. So I'm not going to keep ranting about this because it's, it's going to get kind of boring if I do. But uh, I, I just wanted to point out there that, uh, look, I know some people say, well, I buy 5e stuff because my people want it. Just tell them well, no. You know what? You've I don't. I don't have every two e-book. other
2: games. That's where it is. That's all it is. You've done a bad job introducing your group to other games. Well, they Try won't play any it. other games. That's because you've done a bad job selling it. That's all. That's it. The uh,
1: uh but even even within the construct of five e, you can say no. You don't like halflings. Don't use them. Yeah. You don't. You don't like hell. You don't like humans don't use them you don't like right (laughs) you don't like (laughs) fighters you want everybody in your game to be a cleric thief or 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 magic user fine okay weird world but uh you know you can say no is the point dead bodies on the side of the road in your world but okay right (laughs) you can say no you don't have to buy that book uh because because this is this is the thing if you love 5e fine do, do your business but I, I love it when I hear, well, I buy 5e because, you know, I have to keep up with my players. No, you just tell your players, no, I'm not doing what's in that book. Well, I have to buy 5e because, you know, that's just all, all my players play or I have to be a completionist. No, you actually don't. No. As much as I have a ton of Battletech books, they stop at a certain point because
2: <laughs> the game got dumb. And yeah. it's, it's like, yes. the se-
1: yeah, exactly. And Thank well, you, Matt.
2: With, with Palladium, Palladium has, has, 20, 30 something source slash world books. I don't even have them all. You don't need them. You need the main book and a world book and you can play. That's it. Or just the main book. If you want to do in North America, just the main book, boom, play. That's it. You don't need any of that stuff. It's all just filler. It's all just extra stuff that you may want, but you don't need. Just like with Dungeons and Dragons, with with second edition, all you needed was a player's handbook and the dungeon master's guide. That's all you needed to play the game. Hey. That is it. Yeah, I bought them.
1: I have to use them now. Oh.
2: <laughs> no, no. See that again, I have to go back to playing with the world book thing. You 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 buy you buy South America world book, you play South America, that's fine. And then you you your characters get to level 10, 12, 14. And you retire them and everything's great. Then if you want, you can play the South America campaign again with new characters, or you can play North America, or you can buy another world book. And then play a campaign in that that's buying one book a year, maybe two on the outside. That's doable for anyone. You don't need to get them all. You just get the ones that interest you and use the parts of it that you want to use. And that's it. It's not oh. like it's the player's handbook of Dungeon Masters guy where you gotta use most of it because it's the rules. These are these are supplements. Supplements are not necessary. They're electives. Use what you want. Cherry pick. It's a supplement. See what Crafty said here. Uh, don't own all the Playing books and you're not a real <laughs> Playing <plenty of> fan.
1: <laughs> Hold on. I got I got something. Eight seconds.
2: Uh, a certain
3: other
0: channels are just kind of making it feel a little uncool to be talking so much about Palladium games now. And
2: <laughs> what? I want to know what he said after that, but I don't want to give him a view.
1: I have I have, have his video downloaded. I can... <laughs> I downloaded it to make that. Uh Oops, that's the wrong one. I need to get that comment off there. Uh, yeah, uh... <laughs> Again, it's all it's all because of venture. But but lastly, um, then we'll get people in here unless Heathen Dog wants to follow up with anything in here. I said, you know, so, so, when it comes to the trailer, when it comes to people like us ranting about things or when it comes to even people on the other side, as long as they're legit, you know, ranting about things. Oh, this is look at like Dolly Pop. She disagrees with us. Um, you know, some some people blast this idea, blast the trailer, whatever. Uh, some people love it. Some people love the changes that have ma- been made. And I'm not talking about the Twitter, uh, the Twitteristas who have never played or think they're playing D&D when they don't own any books and don't even know what they're doing. They just roll some dice when something happens and make up crap. Um, but both sides are correct when it comes to being a fan. You're either a fan of the old, in the case of D&D, you're either a fan of the old slash OSR or you're a fan of the new slash Watsi, right? So TSR, OSR type stuff. But... I don't believe Watsi's a fan of Dungeons & Dragons.
2: No, they're a fan of money.
1: And it's unfortunate that we're giving it to uh, last sure. Lastly, I want to say, uh, we got a couple of Super Chats today. If, uh, they're on our Discord if you want to check them out. <laughs> so, uh, one last thing I'm going to say before uh, segment three. So, Joe came on. So, Joe is on our show, the Friday Night Show stream, talking about the Big Geek Emporium. And apparently he made a mistake in with regard to... Uh, uh, He said that he was supposed to be on t-shirt historian. I know what he said. I'm not going to get into it. You can watch the Friday chill stream for that, but, uh, uh, he made some things. He was mistaken about the channel. It wasn't the t-shirt historian. We'd love the t-shirt historian here. Uh, he probably doesn't love me so much, but (laughs) he gives, he gives a shout outs. but, uh, t-shirt historian, check out his channel, check out his crew. He's got grim and, and Victor and a whole ton of other people on there. Iron caster, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you can check him out. Uh, there there are no issues with uh, T-shirt historian. Uh, Joe just made a mistake with what it was. It was late for Joe. Joe's Eastern Standard Time and he was hanging out with us for quite a while. So it, it was late for him. So uh, if, if, it, if there is any fallout for you based on what he had said, it was an honest mistake. And apparently it's all been taken care of. So. Uh, it has room. I would actually like to see something like this because it can be done. I mean, how the Doom video game shows how something like that could be done. Just now put it in a fantasy concept.
2: No, no, I think uh, Killraven is talking about his his expectations are so low, they're beneath the ground. Oh. So if if, if, if the I D&D get movie ends up being average, it's a huge win. I,
1: yep, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Yield Geek gave him a shot. He actually, Yield, Yield Geek did a really good video uh, talking about it, so... So, anywho. Okay, I think that's it for segment two. Let me put up uh, the stuff here Will you get the, the link ready. Oh, you know what I didn't tell you? And mm-hmm. I haven't mentioned it at all today. <laughs> okay, I don't like that laugh. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the people on Friday Chill Stream saw it. So uh, let me see if I can find it first. I completely forgot about this and I'm going to have to get used to it.
0: Uh, oh, I have it over here. So first things first. This, what the hell did I say? Oh, there it is. There. now, I can do this.
1: we have a phone number oh we do we have a legion of phone number. but here's the deal i'm not taking live phone calls i'm only playing messages so you have to leave a message until i figure out how to do a live phone call actually even on friday i doc somebody so um but yeah if you want to if you want to be weird and do a call and you can leave a you can leave a comment and uh at that phone number there <laughs> why <laughs> because why not people on podcasts do why don't we okay we'll see how it works you know i might stop it i don't care what's funny is this is still part of segment two so that's gonna be on the youtube side so you know we're gonna yes, get a bunch is. of so you're
2: getting bunch. a lot of calls especially people hating on you
1: i'll just ignore it i don't care okay i even have a in the message it says if you do any threats or violence i'll report it to authorities because there's like a two-click two-click option here just to send to the authorities so cool that's our stream schedule those are links that you can follow us on. Again, you can join our Discord. You can see all the super chats that we got today. Thank you very much for those super chats. Uh, what else do we have here? And of course, as we've already posted in the uh, video, hashtag RPGate. Okay. So uh, you get the link out and put the uh,
2: link out. And while that's happening, I am going to go to the little hidden dogs room, which is just right there. So I'll be back.
1: All right segment three gotta be a follower a subscriber 51 topic or anecdote and watch the language don't go there you know the deal um if you are one of the weirdos that does the phone call thing it has to be a message i, I i'm not going to pick up even if i hear it ring i, I shouldn't hear it ring i think i turned all that off but uh so I'm, you're gonna have to do that as a message and if it isn't too uh i don't know what word i want to use because i don't believe in the word problematic if it's on topic or on
0: uh, on point we'll play it even if it's funny and against me I'm turning that off though. So no, as soon as I find it. Uh, all right, we got a couple people waiting. I'll bring you guys in once Heathen Dog comes back. Uh, can I send a fax? Maybe. I mean, it transcribes everything, so I can actually read the chat. Uh, crafty diatribes need to be spicier. Wow. Hey, call the number. I've got it. I've got it up and available. I'll see when a new call comes in.
4: Uh, To to expect
0: rambling diatribes. I mean, if it's too long or if it's not on point, I'll just delete it. I don't care. I never got that. What are you talking about? Oh. I think we put this on the screen already, but it probably needs to be reiterated. Okay. You ready? We got two people waiting.
1: Great. Uh, What do you think about this new CNC app on Indiegogo? I haven't even heard of it. I like Castles and Crusades, but I haven't even heard of it. So uh, maybe we can look, look at that later. So Mark Hawkman was first. So we'll get Mark Hawkman. Hello, Mark Hawkman. How are you doing today?
3: Uh, um, hmm. One of the things that I, I thought of when you were discussing the whole thing with the um, uh, psionics is that the whole thing is like there are certain fictional settings where psionic hacking or even cybernetically assisted hacking is basically – the number one threat to information resources.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's Shadowrun. Shadowrun, definitely. I mean, uh, the, the introduction of, of cyber decks in the Shadowrun lore, mm-hmm. uh, and anyone in a, even a bargain basement cyber deck can bust through any encryption like it wasn't even there. Firewalls didn't exist. Well, you they to had to make your roles. <laughs> they, they, they had to create uh, brand new programs from scratch mm. to keep anyone with a cyber deck out. And psionics is uh, in, in in a lot of games is like that. You know, it, it bypasses all conventional uh, protection and just goes straight to it. Telemechanics is an, is is the number one most dangerous thing to to any any cybernetic life form or robot ever because it bypasses all passwords, safeguards, firewalls, everything, instantaneously.
4: Well, there's in, there's- in the
2: description a- of the power, it says you get all access codes.
3: And this one book I uh, uh, read was a novel on a um, sort of like a cyberpunk-ish future where um, psionics were so commonplace that people had, decades past, uh, started researching how to design computers to uh, counteract uh, psionics messing with your computers. and. All that really did is stop the low-level psionics from doing it. All that really did was what? You faded out at the end. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, stop oh, the low-level
1: oh. psionics. That's that's all. Yeah. I could.
3: Yeah. It's like uh, p- people who had high enough power could literally just reach into to the, the core of your computer and be like, "Hmm, silly putty." Yeah. However, well, that, it, it takes a, a exceptional skill, see, because... Right,
2: right, that, that, that's, that's the thing. I mean, you, you can have the most secure network in the world if, if, if someone has all the time in the world, even a novice could hack it, but an expert, far less time. Well, and well, it's, 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 the, it's the same thing with magic and psionics. I mean, you know, if, if you have all the time in the world, even a novice mage or, or, or a novice psychic is is going to be able to perform their task But the more powerful you are, the better you're going to do it. And there is no safeguard that's going to help you. Well, one of the
3: interesting things with this setting, though, was that um, one of the defense mechanisms they came up with uh, for keeping psionics out was actually changing the way the machine language code is structured. Because of the fact that um, in this setting, psionics didn't magically know what the machine uh, code instructions actually do. It's it's like reading a book written in Russian. If you can't read Russian, you don't know what the book says. That makes it, sense. And that that's one of those things where it's just like it, a, a it w- existed as a way to prevent the uh, uh, characters in the story from ba- who had legitimately powerful hackers, yeah, from, from being free able reign
2: to-, to do whatever they wanted, yeah, whenever right. they wanted. I get it. I get it, and that that and that's smart.
3: That is but hard. In, 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 in that setting, you could literally like r- turn someone's email system into a spam bot to do whatever you wanted it to spam <laughs> if you had enough power. Right. And, you know,
6: okay, I get it. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah, do that. All right, Omano, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. Um, so, my question really comes yeah,
1: down to. Actually, no, before you ask your question, I just want to say Omen Owl is one of the people I sent the message to yesterday after the fact to make sure he realized that I was just messing around on the Discord about the whole owl bear thing. I was no, just trying- I really
6: don't care one way or the other because yeah. most of the time, you know, it's
1: people. Either do I.
6: Yeah. It's your game. Do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I just like because I knew that when I posted that, I was going to get people's panties in a bind. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fun.
6: I, Yeah, well, sometimes I get involved in such, when um, and part of me just goes, "Why am I even fighting? I don't give a damn what the right. result is, one way or the other." If, yet, yet, I'll I'll stick to my guns on that one. Yeah, um, absolutely. All right, so what you got? Uh, the nega psychic and how does he affect the the genius or the physical natural? Ah, that's the cool part. He doesn't. He doesn't
2: at all because because all of the PPE that the natural and the genius had is gone it is used to grow their brain or their body even if they have supernatural strength because of it it is now a physical fact okay is not affected by by the ppe dampening
6: so i mean for someone that wants a less how do i want to put this weirdly enough a less fantastical players for that to fight off demons then you'd include the <laughs> negative with the with that um, See,
2: there there's the rub though the problem is that those three character classes the natural the genius and the and the uh nega psychic none of them can see supernatural creatures that aren't physically manifested one of them doesn't even believe it so as as a as a ghost busting team kind of lacking in the perception area
6: yeah okay well uh, and then like you said is you know well, we're gonna do a ritual. Um, you guys, you just go get some snacks. So. Yeah, Jeff, uh, we need we need some Cheetos. Go, 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 go to Seven Eleven for a while. Now, and I didn't see it because there's so many other character classes. Were there other character classes that don't impact with the nega psychic?
2: Oh no, no, no! Uh, every other character class is is weakened by the nega psychic. That's why there was people in chat were saying I would never let a a, a PC be a nega psychic. But what's because the ordinary diminishes everyone else.
6: Yeah, I can understand that. There's nothing worse than having one player diminish the agency of all exactly. the others. Exactly.
2: You're, you're being nerfed by your supposed friend. What the hell? Do, do, does that? the ordinary
1: person get psychic powers also?
2: No. No. But the ordinary person is just an ordinary person. Whatever. You're punk. Okay.
6: Get out. Okay, anyway. Uh, thanks.
2: That, oh. that
6: uh, one thing is, if you can find the video of William Shatner going off on Star Trek. Oh, I, like I
1: heard it. about that. I I haven't uh, seen it, but I heard about it.
6: I would like to see that at some point in your in your number 2 sometime in the future. Anyway, that's about it.
1: Probably a Friday chill stream thing. By the way, I in case I don't I don't think you were the one that posted, but somebody posted in our chat that uh, that yeah it's I I need somebody to find it, but uh, the confirmation out there it is all over Twitter or was all over Twitter of uh, people saying that if you want if you are okay with killing your ca- the characters at the table that makes you a closet murderer in real life or whatever the hell it was. or okay, yeah. to- so,
2: someone in chat actually responded to that. Yeah, and said I've never killed a single character in my life. They've either killed themselves. Right, no, no. But, but somebody also posted in there NBC. that it's true. Me we as, need to me find as an example a game of master, never killed anyone.
1: All, all I
6: can think is Zap Brannigan in the kill Bots. Well, I just kept on sending people until the kill bot counter, you know, stops. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he beat them. All right. Well, you take care. Thanks. <laughs> no, have
1: a good one. Thanks. And we have an oops, Nerdy Ogre. Hello, Nerdy Ogre. How you doing today?
5: Uh, doing good. Hanging in, hanging on. All that rot. That's good. Well. Okay. Now, um, I did hear about this uh, one person who was DMing a game and got all upset with after running a game for like two years. I think it was the first character finally died.
1: Oh yeah, was it two years? That was closer to five years or something. But yeah, I remember that. It's like, I don't know how to handle this.
5: Yeah. So I as as far as that, that's the only thing I've come across remotely close I to that. I think some
1: of some of this is trolling by people that even if they're on that side, they're doing it either for virtue signal clout or they're, they're honestly just, oh, let's see what people say when I type this in there. Uh, cause there's no way you can sit there and think that, well, if you run a, a dungeon is a macro or a microcosm of colonialism. And if you uh, believe in, uh, that it's okay to kill the characters at the table, then you have secret fetishes fetish of, of murder, uh, murder fetishes or whatever the hell it was like, no, it's a game. What the hell. Yeah. That,
5: that's, yeah. I, 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 I have, can't believe any of that's real. I, no, no, I, I do. I totally believe it. I haven't seen it, but I totally believe it. But um, the 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 thing is, is um, uh, with 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 D I D, I started about uh, two thousand. Okay. I, I started playing about two thousand. Uh, third edition was what had come out, so I knew nothing. I knew <laughs> nothing of. Well, I'm a victim of the satanic panic. Yeah, fair. And, <laughs> and um, actually, my first role playing game was uh, Cyberpunk. Oh wow. All right. And uh, and if it wasn't for Warhammer 40K, it, I, I wouldn't have gotten into the hobby at all. But, um, so, I don't know. So, whenever, you know, people... So, for, the like, the longest, I thought that um, uh, Thacko was indeed very hard. That you had to, because that's what everybody told me. I mm-hmm. didn't know. How was I supposed to know any different? Um, but... But yeah, and it's kind of the same way with with um, with, with with the movie, you know. It's, I don't know, you know. All I know, uh, I haven't. I've seen like one or two episodes of the '80s cartoon show. I wasn't allowed yeah. to watch it as a kid. Yeah.
1: I, I've That's seen, funny. I think, all of them, but it was so yeah. long ago. I don't or remember ago
5: that. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So I mean, but it was corny and campy, and it was it was a. Uh, uh bad story i mean it was first level characters with with 20th level gear <laughs> like, what?
1: well i mean <laughs> i mean the the uh, one of the premises of the story i've seen used a lot where it's like okay you're sitting at school one day doing your math class and That's all of a
4: sudden
1: and you're in uh you're this new world and you've got powers like yeah uh. yeah i played in a
5: game like that once we 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 were uh on we were uh we went to a Ren fair, and and we became our characters or some something like that. But um, yeah, so so it's like I don't know, I really don't, and I wasn't a heavy connoisseur, so I never really saw much of a difference between three, three point five, even four. Now I have played a five. Um, it was is a, a pick me up game, and and uh, they had an extra seat open, so I was like, man, why not? So I jumped in and and I could definitely tell a difference with the uh b- between earlier editions and 5e. Uh, one of, one of the things creation. that I was
1: prepared to rant about today but it didn't really come up in the topic uh, was about uh, most of the races being boring. Like one of the things that i hear from 5e people a lot is like oh my god playing human is boring oh just playing you know oh look we have elves and dwarves and halflings and gnomes that is just boring there's just so much more interesting in
2: in drow it's
1: and dragon people now,
4: it's
1: not it's it's
2: boring like, now because they're all the same
5: well i mean ask them what makes it boring
2: Oh,
1: because they don't... Really, what it comes down to is because they don't know how to role play. It's it's, it's the same thing I've said a million times that I've talked about Earth Dawn. why I like the disciplines, because they're locked in a box and don't get the entire freedom. Well, I want to be a dwarf that's dexterous. Then you're not a dwarf. That's just literally... That's it. How can you not find the trope of wanting to live underground being industrious that doesn't mean you have to chisel rock at all time it doesn't mean you even have to in, be an engineer just mean to lean towards those things but you do have a kind of a, a i forget what the opposite of claustrophobia is uh, was it agoraphobia or something where you uh, uh you want to be underground how do you find these things? you can you can detect grade and passage you can find new stonework you can uh, you have these abilities and that's somehow boring because you want to play it like a human. You want to play it like a, a ninja warrior somewhere. Well, that's not a dwarf. The thing is, is they're not boring. Being an elf isn't boring. Being a gnome isn't boring. Being a dwarf isn't, it's not boring unless you make it boring because within the box, it's God, I keep saying this. It's not about, when you, when you get a coloring book, I don't care what color you make it. I don't care what style it do. You can do some stippling, some crosshatching. You, you can fill it in totally. I don't care if you use pastel colors or all blacks, whatever. But stay in the fucking lines. That's the only thing that you have is stay in the lines. Why can't you do that? Like that, that, anything else is up in here in your imagination. If you think that only humans can do those things. Well, I don't like beards. Well, I don't know if they play a fucking dwarf or maybe there's a reason yours was shaved off. Well, I don't like thinking about that because I think it's stupid that they have to have one. It's not a have to it's that's what their societies do. So why, why are you trying to change it? Okay. Now, now you know why you were exiled. Now, you know that every time you go back home, everything costs more. Your parents won't talk to you. The clan won't talk to you, et cetera, et cetera. It's because yeah. you've made these choices. Well, that's just right. Stupid.
2: There, there, there is actually precedent in uh in Dragonlance, uh one one, one of the dwarves in, in in ancient times uh shaved his beard as a mark of shame be- because he had to kill his brothers
5: well um now yeah, your, it, your character uh,
2: could have a shaved shaved face he was ostracized from his clan he was cast out because to to, to protect his little sister he killed his uncle and, and now now he's a kinslayer they shaved his beard and they caught and they tossed him out and he keeps his beard shaved because of the constant shame that's great that's great it doesn't make you a bad person but it, it gives you a little more flavor and it still
5: fits in the trope of a dwarf well that's okay. what um, in in back back in the 1800s uh whenever uh, a chinese person immigrated you know came here to the states they couldn't go back to china if they cut the, uh, the their their ponytail off what Was it called the q uh, yeah the q I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how true Maybe.
1: that actually is. It might be true. It might not be true. I've heard the same thing. I just, you know, there are a lot of rumors.
5: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know oh. the validity either. No. Oh, okay. Well, I, I give you that. The, but I've uh, heard of it. I've heard of it. I've, I've, we've, we've all heard of it, assuming it's true, you know. So the same could be said for, for, a, um, sure. for a dwarf's beard or uh, or clipping an elf's uh, ear same thing, you know, like, I mean, the
1: thing is is they say it's boring, oh, it's all been done before, oh, it's all just tolkien or it's all just dragon or it's all just whatever it's like the thing is is you're making it boring because you're two dimensional, it's oh, not exactly.
5: you're, uh, just, you're just you just playing a human cosplaying as a dwarf.
1: Right. And then that's even more boring. How about try to figure out, you know, you know, elves are alien. I know sometimes we get into little debates on my Discord on this where it's like I seem to take two sides of the fence. It's because again, I, I like to I like to jab a little but I also like to have people think and also makes me think is on one regard, elves are alien. They're going to act in ways that are so different than how humans are going to act that if you just do everything from the human concept it makes perfect sense as to why this is happening. Why aren't the elves doing it? Because they don't agree with that. But it no, this is pure logic. There's no way they can't understand. Um, You're looking at pure logic for for, uh, a race that has 20 years a generation. Now look at it for one that has 200 years for a generation.
5: Maybe it's not logical for them. You're 80 years old. You're dying of old age. They're 80 years old. They just became an adult. Right. Why, why why
1: is a dwarf so stubborn that he's gonna let himself die because he's a dwarf? That's a dumb reason. that's
2: the reason that's the <laughs> reason no the, the the more important than living for a dwarf is dying as a dwarf right. because because if if you if you change change the way you act, change the way you think, go go against your clan, go go against your moot, whatever you call it. You're no longer a dwarf. You'd you you would rather be dead.
0: Yeah.
5: Well, um You know, it's like going to Star Trek. Uh, the the Ferengi rules of acquisition: a Ferengi without profit is no Ferengi at all. You know.
1: I, I don't like Frankie after the first time they were ever shown. That, that, they were cool there. Then they became cartoons.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought they were kind of weak in the in the next generation. They were yeah.
1: kind of like... Well, uh, I didn't think they'd ever show them again. Character. I just thought they were animalistic weirdos, which was fine, because yeah. at least they were different. After that, they became cartoons. Uh,
5: <laughs> but but it still gets my point across. Yeah, no, no, yeah.
1: It, it does. I mean, you can look at the whole Vul- Vulcan thing, which is what's awesome about the Vulcan thing is it's self-imposed. It's not even a racial trait. It's literally self-imposed
5: by every one of them. Right, right. And and uh, look what happens if you don't do that. Uh, um, what was it Spock's half brother? He he chose Cyborg. not to follow. Yeah, Sybok. Yeah, he chose not to follow the path of logic. They kicked him out. Yeah, he was
2: dangerous. Yeah. Actually, in uh, in in the enterprise TV iteration, uh, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. Uh Cybok is actually imprisoned be, be, because of his uh his uh you know throwing away of logic.
1: Star Trek Enterprise well, w- uh, went into that with the whole mind meld uh episode. Yeah. yeah. He, he he's a lunatic. So, yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. The the point that I'm making though is that it, it's even there when it's self-imposed. If you want to play a uh Ron, uh, no, Ron, uh Vulcan, you don't come in like, "Well, I want to play a Vulcan with emotions." Like no, no, that's called a Romulan. It's, it's not even a racial trait. It's self-imposed trait, but nobody on Vulcan would let you get, but you wouldn't be here. No,
2: no, able you wouldn't do be that. outside of Vulcan. You would be in a mental institution to get you yeah. help. Yes.
1: All right. And of course we all know that uh, Romulans are the superior race. So with that uh, nerdy <laughs> ogre, um, <laughs> anything else? Yeah, no, that's it. All right. You have a good right. one, sir.
5: Right, you too
1: all right I, I put the last call out there nobody popped in so i think that we are done
2: that's
5: fine
1: uh, uh segment two actually went a little sideways compared to what i thought was going to happen that's that's okay though that happens and uh what am i looking for i'm looking for stuff up here all right quickly we'll run down that is our stream schedule heathen dog will be back on thursday to play dungeons dragons online with mar hawkman shares and garthon I'll be back on Friday for the chill stream. If you've got things you want me to put on the chill stream, go ahead and suggest them on the discord. I know somebody, uh, all oh, that, that whole, that William Shatner thing. I'd heard about that. I haven't seen it. Uh, if you want me to cover things, I make no guarantees, but you can post it on our discord. Uh, I definitely consider things that you guys post because the fact that if you're going to be watching, I may as well put stuff out there that you guys want to, uh, uh, uh well, the, the Ferengi are cartoon. Now they're, they're kind of animalistic. The, the, when they first showed up in next generation, they were kind of just weird bestial things with whips. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like why, why do you even have anything with greater technological value than a spoon? Right. So Stupid. Yeah.
1: Well, the Gorn are the same way though. Um, But yeah, uh, anyway, but uh, I I will be back on the Friday chill stream. We'll talk about something to do with the hobby, having fun. Uh, Please spread the word for that. Uh, we're trying to get more and more people to watch trying to you know my subscribers funny the subscribers are going up and that for that guys really thank you subscriber count is going up view time has gone up a little bit but uh, the likes the comments and the uh um oh my god uh views are not going up so that's kind of a weird I don't know what's going on with that <laughs> like like how, how do my subscribers go up but the views don't that's odd uh but uh please uh pass the word out there let's get some people watching that friday chill stream we'll have some fun and that's the segment for today what do we got we got these links right here website discord locals red bubble check us out there rumble odyssey youtube twitch got videos that go there you guys know about hashtag rpgate and there's one more i'm looking for where is it where is it where is it there it is I want to thank our monetary backers, those who subscribe. We did get some super chats today. Probably got a tithe as well. Thank you very much for that. Uh, again, you can you can read them on Discord. They are saved there forever now. <laughs> uh uh want to tell you you can back us on Locals. You can uh, donate through Streamlabs or PayPal. And I'm thinking about putting, because people, when they donate through PayPal, a lot of times give us a message. I'm thinking about finding a way to integrate the PayPal thing with Discord as well, but right now, the one that I found doxes you, and I don't want to do that. So, uh, no. yeah. But, no. but, you know, if you leave us a message, I do read it. You know, I just, you know, I figure that people on PayPal, they didn't do it publicly, so maybe they don't want their names known, so I don't I don't broadcast it. But anywho, uh, I want to thank our followers and our subscribers, those of you who kept chat inter- uh, interesting, even those of you who are wrong about Planescape and actually like it. You're, no, you're bad people. That's, that's like saying, I like 5e. That's just your bad person. I can't help it. I have to tell you how it is. I don't tell you what you want to hear. I tell you what you need to hear. Our chatters and our lurkers, <laughs> thank you very much. And of course, you want to donate to. Uh, our charity is the Wounded Warrior Project, and I got the better slide right there. Boom, look at that. Nerds and Warriors. Charity drive to support the Wounded Warrior Project. Uh, I have really nothing else to say, so I'm going to put up our... Oh, no. I have one more thing to say, because I got to let you go. I got to do it one more time. I got to let you go with this.
3: Uh, certain other channels
0: are just kind of making it feel a little uncool to be talking so much about Palladium games now, and...
1: There you go, and now Heathen dog <laughs> will uh, let us go. And uh, I, I hope every one of you has a wonderful weekend.
2: Okay. Okay. Here's here's a little something for you. Tieflings are half demon, half human. Demon, hundred percent evil. Human, fifty percent evil, fifty percent good. Tiefling, seventy five percent evil, twenty five percent good anyone in the world who's 75% evil is bad. They're bad. You don't want to be around them. They're going to kill you rather than look at you. Remember that next time someone says can I play a tiefling?